0: Hello, welcome. It's almost Hardlore time, but first...
1: Hardlore is now a record label.
0: That's right. Hardlore Records has arrived. Uh, I heard the new Cosmic Joke songs and thought to myself, wouldn't it be crazy to put these out in some way? So Bo and I did that, along with our good friend Sam at Triple B Records, and we wanted to start this episode with a very special world premiere.
1: So here is the music video of Kamikaze by Cosmic Joke.
0: So, Bo, uh, let's make history. Hello, welcome. It's Hardlore time. How are you, Bo?
1: I'm very well. How are you?
0: I'm also very well. This is a big day. Exciting day on the show. Uh, We're live in (laughs) scenic, beautiful Van Nuys, California. Mm. I got a valley legend to my left.
2: Stop. (laughs) He's the valley legend. No, no,
0: no, no,
1: no. Are you 818?
2: I am eight one eight.
0: Wow, OG. You bet wow. your sweet, sweet. Ass she's eight one eight though.
2: <laughs> oh, I don't think I can show it on the camera, but I have a big eight one eight on my ankle.
0: It's a big gun on your ankle. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> I don't think I could lift it like.
0: that. No, that's right all right. No, they can imagine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, this is this is big because a couple weeks ago during the awards show we called Fleshwater the band to watch in 2024. It's now 2024.
3: It is. All so you're going to watch
0: Fleshwater <laughs>
3: yeah. on
0: Hardlaw right now because right. I've got my very good friend, everyone's favorite new front person in the world. Marissa, <laughs> welcome.
2: Thank you for having me. Oh
0: woo! God, thank you for being here. <laughs> you guys just toured together. How was that?
1: It was awesome. Yeah, the,
2: it was a lot of fun.
1: The Fleshwater vein, like that whole camp are such a collective Group of pure individuals. That it's yeah. like there's such a joy <laughs> and so easy to tour with, and like everything is just like I don't know. I had a great time. They they were fantastic. They played fantastic. They were troopers. I can't Until wait to you talk beat about one it. of them at a video game. Yeah, which I don't think I could even do. <laughs> and
0: then and then I don't think the even think I can. The dynamic changes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, agreed. What.
1: I, Uh, like one thing that that comes to mind right away is Marissa, where, where was the drive when your van broke down? Texas somewhere.
2: Somewhere in Texas, right? It was Texas.
1: I think so. And or or Arizona or something. And it was like, where, what
2: happened? Uh, we were driving through the night. I already knew that the van had troubles before the tour even started. I was nervous that Mm. was going to happen, but it just shuts down in the middle of the freeway in the middle of nowhere. And uh, we all have no service. Our phones say SOS.
0: Oh, perfect! And it's
2: like two in the morning. Did you
0: use the SOS thing? No,
2: no, no. <laughs> Jeremy had to like walk around in the woods, and he ended up getting a bar somewhere, and he was yeah. able to call AAA, but they took hours to show up. Yeah. And yeah, it was really scary. I was scared. But, they had to calm me down because. Well, the, were the S- what are they called? I'm blanking on the kind of truck that they are. Hmm. Um. Like a, <laughs> the trucks were going truck. by. Oh, oh like oh, an 18 like yeah, like <laughs> <an> wheeler truck. <laughs> yeah. with, they were just flying by. And I was like, that's going to hit us really.
0: What did soon. they do to calm you down? Dance?
2: Um, <laughs> make fun of me. No, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 They were chill. They were really good at calming me down.
1: The reason I even bring it up was because it, the, like when Jeremy texted the group chat, it was like, hey, I think our timing belt blew, which is like mm. cheap part, crazy labor kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Mm-hmm. And it was like, we're probably going to miss tomorrow's show and maybe the next show or something to Mm -hmm. get to L.A. Because we were on our way there. And then it was like, oh, hey, yeah, we got it fixed. We left by 9 a.m.
2: Yeah, they made it to the show. We ended up getting picked up by AAA at like four in the morning. We didn't get into the hotel. They said it was going to take maybe a few hours the day, maybe. We ended up getting it back like an hour after we dropped it off. Damn. Yeah, we were the first ones, and so we went to bed, woke up, drove with the actual van, and we got to the show
0: early. Wow, that shop had a, a timing incentive bonus yeah. that yeah.
1: day. Yeah, <laughs> and that's it was just awesome. It was just proof of like this bunch of weirdos had a major problem and figured it out and didn't like skip a beat. And like that's they, that's my favorite example of what the Fleshwater team is. They always get it
0: done. <laughs> Yeah. And also a lot of the time they have bands like us with them to help them get it done.
1: But more on that
0: later. <laughs> yes. Um, let's start from the top because yeah. you you have a very interesting introduction to extreme music, I would say.
3: How, how so?
0: Your high school band coach. Oh, yes. <laughs> let's talk about how Marissa is basically sitting in this chair because of her high school band coach.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's please true. tell. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, I was on high school band. I played the marimba.
0: You hear, that? You hear that marimba players? Yeah. Hope is not lost.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> Stick <laughs> with it.
2: I was also on the vocal ensemble and it kind of just like bounced back between them. Sure. Um, but the drum line, he's actually the drum line coach, but he just kind of worked with all the fields. sometimes. He just
0: had an ear for bangers. Yeah.
2: He comes up to me and he's like, he's not too much older than me. He's on the younger side of the coaches. And he goes, hey, I heard that you can sing. And I was like, yeah. He's like, have you ever been in a band? And I was like, no. He said, have you ever thought of being in a band? And I was like, I've always wanted to be like, I like bands with
0: singers. Before that band, <laughs> what, what were you into? Like, what did a band mean to you? Yeah.
2: You know, I liked... No, I liked like Paramore. I loved Paramore. I <laughs> Who loved. Doesn't? Um, there was a bunch of bands that I liked. I really that- liked Head Automatica. That was a big band for me. Which Friends is of funny. the
0: show, Head Automatica.
2: That's awesome. I had no idea Glassjaw was a thing. Yeah, I just knew Head Automatica, which is so it blows Anthony's mind. But now I love Glassjaw because I was so right. into Head Automatica.
0: I mean, the Beating Hearts, Baby, uh, American Nightmare. Glassjaw pipeline is very real. you, know, oh, you can for see sure. you can track that progression. For
1: sure. I think I saw I saw American Nothing at the time with Glassjaw. Yeah. I saw, I went to like, that we was should, like one of the first shows get on MySpace I We in my space and start making some tracks together. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. So he was like, Hey, would you be interested in being in a band? And I said, Yeah, why not? So I get home. He's like, Okay, we're having our first band practice tomorrow at that rehearsal space on Reseda. uh,
0: Sound Arena I think so it's not that called that anymore yeah no no they yeah, changed it, it. Like yeah. Yeah.
2: and I was like mom can you take me to this room full of all these people I don't know so I can men specifically <laughs> um, so I could be in this band <laughs> and she was That's the first the last thing your mom wants to hear yeah of course yeah. <laughs>
0: And does your, does your family have any kind of musical background? My dad. Okay. But not my mom. Okay.
2: So um, dad would get it? Dad would get it, yes. Dad was excited. Gotcha. Okay. I show up. I don't wear earplugs because I didn't know what to expect. And
1: <laughs> the whole next day
2: at school, all I heard was... Yeah. For like 24 hours. Wow. And I literally thought that I had permanent tinnitus <laughs> just from one band practice. But it was a lot of fun. They handed me lyrics. I guess their old singer had to go to college so that it was... So they were like, "Oh, you want to sing?" So I just so they got
0: another student <laughs> where that might be an option. Good point. Of the possibility, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: And I, they just gave me like her old lyrics, and I sang them. And then I we ended up writing new songs together. Eventually, what
0: was the vibe like? Evanescence? Time? You were the you no. were the singer. He was the lead screamer. You were the yeah. Amy he Lee. was the screamer.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, <laughs>
0: the
2: only footage of us online is an acoustic video, so he's not screaming in it. It's mm. just me singing. Um
0: is that on Vimeo from it's Club 13 or something?
2: No, it's on YouTube. It's a Hot Topic acoustic session.
0: Oh. <laughs> that's a legit gig, dude. Yeah, oh yeah, but yeah. I'm Panic at the in the disco it and did like that pretty and shit. pretty blonde. What?
2: Yeah. So it doesn't even look like me.
0: <laughs> Let me ask you this. Was Rachel Benshaw in the in the house that day?
2: Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, she was. Rachel Benshaw's always in the house. Shout
0: out Rachel Benshaw. <laughs>
2: yes.
1: What was the name of the band?
2: We were called the lights around us.
1: That's so very. What year was TV, this? You'll find it. What year?
2: 2011. 11? Yeah.
1: Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because she was like, I, think, I, was, I was doing math in my head where she was like, oh, before this, I was like into Paramore. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. Like,
2: yeah. Wait, <laughs> is did that, you, does that add up?
1: Well, no, yeah, what I'm just, saying is. Know. You were into Paramore as a very young person and I like had a job, you know, like (laughs) I was driving to work, listening to it. Yeah,
0: that makes sense.
2: I loved brand new eyes. That album was so good.
0: Me, me and and Mac put it on the other day and blew through the whole thing. It's crazy how many bangers in a row. Yeah, it's
2: true. I mean, my dad didn't like any music I ever listened to that was newer, but he would put on brand new eyes himself. Really? Means something.
0: Mm-hmm. Those kid's had something, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> still do. Yeah. Um, I can hear it? So Taft High School.
2: Yes. And what were you again? Birmingham. Birmingham.
0: Direct competitors. Yes. Huge ah. beef. <laughs> but I was long gone.
2: I couldn't be seen.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. With that person.
1: Yeah. I was Lake Park.
0: Oh. Who was your rivals? Also our rivals.
1: Uh, uh, James, like where James went, Naperville.
0: Naperville. Yeah. Ja- and John Caution, right? And
1: John Caution, that's right. Yeah. Right.
0: Um, go Lancers. Ta- <laughs> so Taft High, were there was there a, a kind of a big group of hardcore kids at Taft High?
2: Not really. To be honest, I didn't even get into hardcore until like right when I graduated.
0: Wow. So what year was that?
2: Like 2011. Yeah. Well, because I started playing those shows with mm-hmm. that band, I went to the Cobalt a bunch to play those shows. There we go. There it is. Leg- legendary venue. Yeah. And that's where I met a lot of the people I'm still friends with today.
0: Wow. That's beautiful. <laughs> Do you remember any of your first shows playing at the Cobalt, like any of the did yes. you accidentally play with some band who would go on to be huge or something?
2: No, but I definitely like the first show I ever played at the Cobalt, I became a massive fan of that band. Um and they didn't blow up to be anything like massive, mm-hmm. but to me they'll always be like I don't know. Big to me. Who? <laughs> they're called the Victorship. They're just a local band. Oh, okay. had, had you heard of them? Yeah. Wow. They're they're cool. I'm gonna shout out them. I, shout them out them to I bought yeah. a CD and I had them sign it.
1: Damn.
0: Oh, <laughs> I, I wonder like, where they are now.
2: Yeah. They might they might watch this. Friends
0: of the show, the Victorship. Victorship, <laughs> if you're watching. Welcome. So you were on your own. You graduated high school. Yes. Then kind of discovered hardcore through playing in through against your will playing in an extreme rock band.
2: Yeah, it was, it was a lot to take in, especially the cobalt shows, but I quickly, you know, everyone here was very inviting.
1: So you, you literally played in the stars around us.
2: Lights, the lights, the lights, excuse me, the the lights around
1: us. And then, and, and you played shows with like, heavier bands that got you into local hardcore shows Um, like that's the timeline
2: not like necessarily heavy bands
1: but alternative
2: alternative bands which then i started when i started going to that venue i would see lineups and i was like oh i'm not familiar with that but i really wanted to be Mm. so like the first hardcore show i went to at cobalt was a Zabalba show
0: yeah yep Was that in 2011?
2: I think. Maybe 2012 at that point. Was
1: it good? It
2: was awesome. Okay, good. And I met, like, all my (laughs) current friends there that night.
1: Okay. Wow. That's beautiful.
2: And then I started going, like, every weekend. I would just go. I don't care what the show was. I would just go.
0: So you experienced the danger in a way, and your your gut reaction was like, I need more of this? Yeah. That's awesome.
2: (laughs) I was like, this is cool. And then I had to, like, my parents started picking up on, like, how... How that scene was, I guess. And
0: in a good way, in a way, (laughs) they
2: weren't happy about it. So I had to start. I'm going to Rachel's. Hey, I'm lying. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I convinced my parents that the, they had this, like the find my friends app, but it was like the sprint version back then on my phone. And I convinced them that it was broken and it didn't work. Like they'd be like, why are you at the Cobalt? I'm like, I was there like three days ago.
0: Oh, uh, it's glitching. <laughs> oh, my mom, God. You know how it, how it glitches.
2: Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay. That's so weird.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry,
2: mom. <laughs>
0: mom, if you're listening. Yes. She lied
1: a lot. God. <laughs> I only had to lie once. You had to lie all the time. It's crazy. <laughs> what was your lying like? I'm bro? just saying, I would just be like, I'm going to whoever's house and then just be gone all day. You know, Two. didn't have yeah. a tracker on me.
0: <laughs> my, oh, we got lucky. Yeah. Um, our dad was very trusting and very high, so he I think Straight Edge like blew his mind.
1: Oh yeah,
3: yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Like to this day, he's like Straight Edge is awesome, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you guys, that's fucking. Sick. You guys are cool. <laughs> um, so he he also liked that hardcore shirts were like ten dollars mm. because like. Oh, so did he wear them? No, but no. school clothes, right? You know, because I was fourteen years old going to these shows. He's like, I can give this kid 30 bucks and he's got a, he's got three outfits. Yeah. Honestly. Versus you
1: go to target. Kohl's brother. Yeah. You're getting, (laughs) you getting
0: laundry detergent for 30 bucks. You can't wash them for 30 bucks. I don't know
1: how my mom like looked out. Cause I, I was, I was setting course to be a hellion for sure. And then discovered straight edge. And then she just like, like much similar to your dad, just like trusted me and let me like do whatever.
0: Well, she never forgot Blair Witch Bo. She always wow. knew he was in there, you know? God. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. I know what you're she, saying. You
0: were, even if you were a hellion, she'd be like, that's just my scale w- with Boy. <laughs> the, my Widow Bo.
1: Did I ever, ever tell you that my dad one time saw a swear, uh, like a swear word on a shirt or something? And he was like, you're straight edge. You should make that part of being straight edge is not swearing. <laughs> Aww. No, dad. I was anyway. also
2: straight edge. I, oh. I say was. Was? I say was, but let, hold on. Let me explain. Right. Let yeah. me explain. I broke on like a sip of wine because I was craving. Mm. I, I had known what wine tasted like before I went straight edge in high school.
0: Broke was it for on, the antioxidants or did you?
2: I just liked the taste. I don't oh. know.
0: So the pairing. Because we a, got AG1. I can get you antioxidants yeah. if that's what you're Well, hear
2: about. me out. I took a sip. Had the worst allergic reaction immediately, like as it went down my throat, my entire spine (laughs) tightened up. I had this like severe, like allergic reaction. That's
1: what he wrote Straight Edge Revenge about. Yeah. wine allergy.
2: Well, then I like went to the paramedic where I was because I was I was at an event Mm -hmm. and he was like, well, maybe you're dehydrated. So I was like, maybe you're right because I was I've been in the sun all day. So like a week or two later I went to a show with Rachel and a bunch of my other friends. Rachel Benshaw. Yeah, Rachel Benshaw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they brought some alcohol and I was like, maybe I'll take, I'll try it again. It was a different kind of alcohol. It was like a hard liquor. Took a sip, same reaction. I no was way. in the bathroom and fetal position, like freaking out in so much pain. Wow. So I've never to this day I've never been drunk, buzzed, or high.
1: Wow. So you're still edge. It's fine. Kind
2: of. You smoke weed? <laughs> no.
1: You're so straight-edge.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I
2: guess so. I just don't claim it. Mer- uh,
0: this is the, Brock, this is so the official um, proclamation. Marissa Shriar from Fleshwater. Wow. One of the great straight-edge front persons of our time. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here. <laughs> Tell me about bands before Fleshwater. I know it was, was there, You were you in grave school? I was, yes. Was there anything before grave school other than the lights around us?
2: There was lights <laughs> around us. There was this band I was in called Dante.
0: That's a dope name. Dante. Dante
2: was a really big one for me, like a huge, like it made me realize this is like what I wanted to do. Nah. Um, They were a group of really talented dudes. Actually, that band I mentioned earlier, the Victorship that I played that first show with with the Lights Around Us. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up becoming really good friends with those guys and they kind of like raised me into this, like into this music scene. I don't keep up with them that much anymore. Mm. One of them I saw recently. He was doing merch for Glass Jaw and I was like, Whoa, I remember you. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> um
0: Can I get a medium? Yeah. Can I get
2: a medium? <laughs> no. Um, but they started taking me to shows, showed me the ropes. Um, they told me that one of their friends' bands was looking for a vocalist and I really wanted to be in a band again. Um, so they introduced me to them and I ended up going to their band practices and they were off they were so talented, all of them. Mm. Um I think their main influences at the time were like, God, I don't even know. Honestly, like they would listen to um, Diamond Eyes by Deftones a lot. That's the name of the record, right?
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Diamond Eyes by Deftones. Yeah. Colin.
3: <laughs> right? <laughs> I um, guess. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, They would listen to that a lot. They liked, I don't know. They... Had a billion pedals on their boards, So that's
1: just. There you go. That tracks. That tracks. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was that? having
3: fun. Yeah. That was all fun. tracks. Yeah. That just, all makes
1: just sense. Just joking. You know? Yeah.
2: And yeah. we had our own practice space so we could practice whenever. And it was fun. It's on Spotify Dante. still. Yeah. But there's a lot of bands called Dante. So you'd have to search the record. It's
0: get just guys named Dante. Yeah. Too. <laughs>
2: you'd have to search our record, which was called Revisions.
0: Dante Revisions. Check it out. Mm-hmm. What's the vibe?
3: Yeah,
2: Yeah, but also please don't judge my vocals on there because I was like eighteen and I didn't know what I was
0: doing. Been there, my brother.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's really well recorded. Oh, good. But that it's like a little bit too overproduced. Yeah. To my liking, you got the
0: the share believe effect on there.
2: Actually, (laughs) yeah, a little bit maybe, but it's.
0: No shame in that. Listen yeah. to share, Believe. That's one of the
2: greatest songs I've pian- ever
1: written. That's true. Yeah. Life After did Love, baby. I some
2: piano parts on that record, though. Oh, there
0: you go.
1: That oh, I like. Yeah. yeah, were you always doing piano?
2: Yeah, piano was my first instrument. Um, my dad threw me into a piano lesson when I was like.
1: Threw you into a
0: piano lesson? Yeah. No. Physically? No. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> he started me on piano lessons when I was five. Damn. But I couldn't. I had a really bad like ADHD. I just remember every five seconds I'd be like, look at the teacher. Can I have a cup of water? Can I go to the bathroom? (laughs) (laughs) Like I did not want to be there. Yeah. It wasn't until I was a young teenager where I was like, okay, I actually want to know how to do this.
0: I had the same story. Yeah. Really? You got to figure, you got to get there on your own sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just wanted to fucking surf the web. Yeah. You know?
3: Yeah.
2: Exactly. You stopped
0: me from surfing the web. I'm. I'm not, I'm You've not lost coming me. with, yeah. with yeah. good intentions. But if I stumbling upon a, a piano or a drum kit on my own and being like, oh, that's how that works mm-hmm. way different.
1: Well, what's yeah. funny too is, is my dad tried to give me guitar lessons and it was immediately like chords and shit. I, I knew I wanted to play like rock stuff, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he stopped because, but I had a proclivity for it. So I was like, he was like, okay. And then I have a, a half brother. Mm. And when he was a kid, he was like, I'm going to make Jack take piano lessons. Like, we're going to force him to do it. I'm not going I'm, I'm to make the same mistake twice. How like not... jealous
0: are you that Jack rips a piano? <laughs>
1: Dude, he, he hated it. He never, oh. he never, he's not musical because of it. So it's like, you Thank never know. Like.
2: Sometimes studying an instrument takes you away from the love of it.
1: 100%.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. I majored, That's anything.
2: Yeah. I majored in music in college. <sighs>
0: Where did Maybe you go to like college?
2: CSUN, Cal State Northridge. Yes.
0: You know that Cupid's is closing. Is that is that a big? Deal I heard.
2: You? Yes, it is sad.
0: What's Cupid's? R.I.P. R.I.P. Cupid's Hot Dogs, the best chili dog in the valley. There's another location, but that's the
1: that's the one.
0: That's our yeah. That was like our Taylor and I sucking on some chili dogs down there. No intended. Vinny. Is yeah. what made me when we did the Nudie Mag demo. I we I celebrated by having like five chili dogs and finishing one of Shannon's, oh. and that's when I was like I should probably make a change.
1: Oh, was that so, peak? Yeah, peak that was Colin. It.
0: Oh my God! Yes, <laughs> two
1: sixty. We, we call that peak Colin. <laughs> that was that's that's BFC. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so CSUN, CSUN studying music.
2: Oh yeah, that made me like hate music.
0: How did you graduate? Yes. Well, congrats! That's Thank awesome. You. So you have a degree she in music, l- punk academically. Yeah, wow!
2: But it was wow. cool, actually. Someone in one of your bands, I got to see every day at school, and that's how we met. Um,
0: Miles
4: McIntosh, Miles from Dead, Dead Body. Body. Yes, yeah. Uh, he would another- just be
2: laying in the hallway, like sitting on the floor, just shredding. I just walk by, and then Andrew
0: is from that, is he? Apparition.
2: God,
0: I don't know. I think he's right. in it. Oh. I think he's in apparition.
2: I think so. Yeah, maybe he was always around too. I always, I never knew if they wanted to hang out with me. I just kind of forced myself on them because I like, I know you guys like same stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that was when miles was in harness to the listeners who are familiar with them. Miles is like a straight up. He went to see son for jazz guitar.
2: Yeah. Shredder.
0: So he's like a master jazz guitar player. And somehow we wrangled him into dead body. <laughs>
2: It's awesome. Got
0: him. Got yeah. him. So what did you, you studied all of music at CSUN? No, I yeah. studied,
2: I majored in music industry. I initially oh. auditioned to be a vocal performance major. Oh shit. But I didn't have enough classical background yet. And I was like, but isn't that what I'm supposed to be here for? Isn't that
0: the point of the, the <laughs> yeah, I'm so going so to school? Yeah. So they told
2: me if I studied ma- music industry, I could still study an instrument. So, I chose voice. So I still got to have one-on-one vocal classical training. Um, wow. Wow. But I never like, I mean, but it was a really cool major too. I did get to learn a lot about the industry.
0: What does a music industry degree, like what's the end game? Is it like to do like ANR or You can H-N work in
2: management. Like we had to do internships. I worked, I did my internship at Velvet Hammer. Oh. So like go with their management company. So you can work in management, you can work in booking agencies, mm-hmm. you can work out a PRO, so like ASCAP, BMI.
3: Ah. Uh-huh.
0: So when some manager schmuck is bullshitting you. I know. You know the link. Oh logo. yeah, we you took many to weeks do.
2: of classes of, uh, what's it called? Contracts.
0: Oh, really?
2: Which actually is very wow. helpful nowadays. Yeah,
0: big time. Yeah. You're in contract world now.
2: I'll know if you're bullshitting
1: me. Exactly. <laughs> Don't even try to <laughs> bullshit us, brother.
0: Don't even try to bullshit her, brother. No. Nope. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Interesting. Um, so Graves, what was that Bo?
1: I was just I said that was really interesting. Do you think Marissa that that has helped you in your musical career?
2: Definitely. It also is cool because everyone that was in my classes, yeah. all work in all these companies now.
1: Mm. So like when wow. I
2: am like now that I'm on the other side of it, I'm the artist. I'll be working with these companies, and it's like my classmates.
0: You have colleagues scattered around. Yeah, music. it's really wow. cool. That's really cool.
2: Yeah, it's
1: crazy.
0: Wow, makes you think that school is like maybe a good thing.
1: Maybe, yeah. huh? College? Did you did you go gone. to any college at all?
0: Not a day.
1: Not, not a, a day. Leak. Did you know that in high school you knew you weren't going to go?
0: Yeah, I knew I wanted a tour right away. Yeah, yeah. The only real college schooling I did was groundlings. <laughs> You oh, did groundling show? Would you? Oh, just the show? Yeah, oh, that's awesome. I didn't
2: know that. Wait, so you took a class there?
0: I just did. I did the like beginner and the intermediate one.
2: That's cool. The
0: advanced wait list was too long. I <laughs> that's a
1: deep cut. <laughs> well, how brutal was yeah. the beginning? The beginning one had to be insane. It's horrible. Yeah,
0: it's all <laughs> like ga- it's like games about sharing. Like the the first day where you have to share facts about yourself. Oh, no. Oh. One of the worst experiences of my whole life. I'd rather get my back tattooed again.
1: Yeah. Ugh.
0: Imagine sharing facts about yourself in a circle with a bunch of strangers right now.
2: Comedians of all types oh, of people. Like, no, no, no. I mean, people that want to be comedians. Yeah, I want to be comedians.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, it, it, it's even, uh, like, more refined from that is, like, the first day at a call center job. It's the same shit. And all the, guess what those people are doing? They got five minutes at an open mic that that weekend. You know what I mean? Like, it's the same shit. It's the same people who need day jobs. (laughs) It's so bad, dude.
0: I would say podcasting is maybe the second biggest form of narcissism, narcissism, you know? Yeah. Us being like, we have so much to say. We got to do it. We got to get this word message out. I don't know how you
2: guys do this. I'm sitting here. (laughs) When I came in here and Colin had this setup, I looked at myself in the reflection and I'm just like, how do you... How are you comfortable? You're with serving.
0: Everyday? What do you mean? No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you guys have a lot of, this takes a lot of guts. I'm putting that out there. You guys have a lot of guts.
0: You have the guts you're serving right yeah. now. What's the number one most narcissistic? Comedian. Stand up. I think being, being somebody and going, I'm so fucking funny. Yeah. I should get paid for this. <laughs> it is.
2: I went to a comedy show recently in New York and I forgot what the comedian's name was. Um, But, I was like, how do they go up and do this? I would throw up.
0: Was I, it good? Was it good?
2: It was good. It was really good. It um, must
0: have been Ian Finance. It had to have been Ian.
2: I was they actually put us front row, hmm. which even as a front row person, I was nervous because
0: they'll get you. Yeah, get I'm you, yeah. like
2: not a comedian, not funny. So I was like, please don't joke with me. I don't know. Crowd <laughs> work, You want to get crowd yeah. works? <laughs> they ended up just picking on Gabby, so thank God.
0: Fuck, yeah. That's they go yeah. for the blondes. <laughs> they do. Lana is notorious at getting crowd worked. Really? Everybody. John it. Mulaney crowd worked the shit out of her. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> buried her.
2: I was kind of, it was funny. I, Nick I Kroll buried her.
0: <laughs> buried her. They fucking, they just can't stop burying my wife. These comedians. It's crazy. <laughs> she won't go anymore.
2: I'm going to go with you guys next.
0: Yeah, you should. You yeah. Got, I want you to witness it.
2: I, I would love to.
0: She won't go see live comedy because it always happens.
1: <laughs> wow. I've only ever been to one ever Eddie Izzard like way long time ago. I I also think it's a really strange art form and like an activity for people to go like, Hey, we're going to go in a room and this guy's going to maybe make us laugh. Yeah. That's That's bizarre. And you
0: know, that person, if they're well-established, they could be experimenting a new joke that like sucks for sure. Sucks. Yeah. For the first, like two or three months that they're doing it.
1: Such a crazy concept. Or their or your,
0: it's like Pablo Francisco or something, and it's like, hope he does the joke from the CD I bought when I was eight, and then he does it, and you're like, Dude. still good.
1: I had the Adam Sandler like so, like CD, like his Dude, al, one of his albums.
0: Unbelievable.
1: That's probably Fatty uh,
0: Fatty with the the like fire alarm.
1: <laughs> it had the the goat song on it. That's all I remember.
0: Did I have the buffoon, the buffoon skit? Jesus, I really don't. I got know. a
1: snake, man. That one, <laughs> I really don't remember. Oh man, that's classic. My first anyway. and only soirée in a musical comedy. Yeah. Anyway, back to ah. school.
0: Yes, of course. <laughs> um, so post college, yes, is that when you start? Is that when you join grave school?
2: Actually, it was while I was in college. Okay. So I was at CSUN, and that's kind of what led me to not. Being in that band anymore, a little bit. I was just bailing on practices all the time. Was that the I was, s-
0: where the school part of the name came from? Was that you <laughs> being in school?
2: No, actually, I did not come up with a name. Okay. But also, Aldo, who was in my band, he was going, he had just graduated from CSUN.
0: Aldo was in school for, he was a, he is learned, that man. You don't know he's that learned. about him, dude. I he's, did not know that. He's mm-hmm. educated.
3: Really? Yeah. He he's got his like degree a, from CSUN. He's a hustler,
0: dude. Damn. He got, he grinds like you wouldn't believe
3: mm-hmm.
0: on a on rails jobs.
2: <laughs> we love Crazy. Aldo in this house.
0: Big, t- this is an Aldo community. Yes, right here. it is. He's the mayor, by the way. He <laughs> he, could, is. he could stop by at any time. You don't. Yeah. You, you got no say.
2: He's the. The King of the Valley.
0: Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. So how long how long were you in Grave School? How many shows did you play? Did you do any tours? Uh,
2: honestly, I don't remember how long we did play. I did play. I'd want to say five or six shows with them. We didn't play very often, so the, mm. five or six shows was like how much we played that year potentially. Oh, okay. um, but it was a lot of fun. I definitely like like I said, kept bailing on practices. I was like overwhelmed with so many different things going on in my life. But yeah, I I enjoyed. Being in that band and those are some of my best friends, like to this day.
0: Oh, now let me ask you this: Yes, were you were you dating our 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 good late friend Kale at the time? Yes, I was. Really? That's how I met. Yes, that uh-huh. is.
2: Yeah, uh, I was dating Kale at the time, and he. I remember the day he got the call. He was. He looked at me. He's like, "They want me to join Twitching Cows," <laughs> and I was like, "Do it." Because <laughs> I loved twitching tongues, I was like, "Do it!" And then he was like, "Oh, I don't know if I'm good enough."
0: But he was already oh, in God's hate at the time. I
2: actually <laughs> have a really funny story. Love these. <laughs> he okay. So this is like the day before your guys's pra- first practice with him. Okay. You guys have not seen him ever play any of your songs before.
0: Ours though, but I had been yeah. playing him in God's hate with him for yeah, almost two, uh, like over a year at that time. So I knew. <laughs> That if like I demoed drums and sent them to him, it was uh-huh. perfect when uh-huh. the time came. Yes. yes, but there was definitely a bit of me that was like, "Okay, Mike, quit, fuck." Like, I don't know if Kale is gonna want this because it was it's a lot of work.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: oh yeah,
2: it was. Um, so this is the day. Okay, let me back up a little bit. A week before your first practice with him, I was like, "You should probably start practicing." <laughs> For the for this practice,
0: incredible. <laughs>
2: and he was like, "I'll get to it. I'll get to it.
1: <laughs> I'll get to it." So
2: now, the day before the practice, he has not practiced yet. Um, I was like, "You should start practicing."
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, let me just put that out there. He goes, "Just put like put them on like a playlist for me, and I'll <laughs>
0: go through." You it. did this.
2: <laughs> so I put together a bunch of like twitching tongue songs. I don't remember. Like, how I chose them, if maybe you guys told them, I don't know.
0: We probably gave him a list. Yeah, so then probably I Probably gave him a set list, yeah. And then yeah.
2: he goes, and goes to the side of the bed and just goes. He puts them on headphones and just goes.
1: Thigh and practice. And starts
2: thigh practicing. And that was his practice. He goes the next day, he comes back, and he's like, they said that I killed it.
1: He killed it.
0: <laughs> and I was like. I don't think the first practice he made a mistake.
1: I think I remember you even saying that. This was when Twitching was, like, really going. This right? was right like,
0: before the Disharmony tour, which, like, we are playing a ton of that, and it's really technical. Yeah. And super. he did not miss a beat. He was in a music video a week later. He just did not... He never skipped a beat.
2: Yeah, no, he was an incredible drummer. We Regular. actually end up... although. Had something he had to do for a grave school show. So we had Kale fill in on the drums. He didn't even need to practice. He's like, I already know all the songs.
0: I put that picture in the memorial slideshow. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Very good.
2: Yeah, that's definitely been so hard
0: for all of us. It has, but it, I mean, you being here throughout that has Mm -hmm. been very nice. Yeah. Colin
2: and Lana and all of our friends have really been such a good, What's the word I'm looking for? Support system. Support system. Me. Yeah. yeah. Um swag. Yeah. It's been very <laughs> swag having them around.
0: Good. Yes. Well said.
2: Yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's been it's been great. I mean, I feel like this is this is the most time we've ever spent together. hmm Um and like the the just seeing the growth of fleshwater and like the growth of you as a person the past couple of years has been so Like even from afar has been like damn, because we saw Marissa from the Rip, you know. Right. I watched Marissa grow up, right. And go from like, you know, the girl tagging Kale, being like, "Do you mind if Marissa comes in?" It's like, "Yeah, dude, it's fine." (laughs) Uh, (laughs) To like star, she's a the rising star, you know. Like, Uh, Fleshwater's success is so deserved to me, and I know Bo feels the same.
1: I really do. Um.
0: And we're just um, excited to see. What goes. Thank you. Of course.
1: After after that ban was that when when did like mercy start being a thing?
2: Um, well, actually Kale um introduced me to like this whole SoundCloud world. Uh-huh. You know, we got really into like Suicide Boys when we were dating and so many that that whole world, like Team Sash, GBC.
0: Team Sash friends of the show, yeah, oh.
2: they are
3: big
0: time.
2: Yep, yeah. love them. Love also love GBC. Love that whole SoundCloud movement. Mm-hmm. I got we got really involved. I so I made a SoundCloud and I would just upload, like I made songs on GarageBand. Yeah, and I just thought it was so cool because I was always so nervous to post my own stuff, mm-hmm. but SoundCloud, even if it was like kind of shitty, people were so supportive. You'd get like all these comments, like, you're killing it. Like, this is so cool. Like, upload more. And everyone, it was such a good community. And you'd go to shows and like everyone would know each other. And Kale started playing drums for like Suicide Boys. And, and I was like, that was huge. Yeah. Was Was that,
0: was that, did Shakewell have anything to do with introducing them?
2: Yes, I totally forgot. Shakewell was, is, is Kale, well, was always Kale's like best friend. Oh. So, you know, I got to see the beginning, like, Shakewell go from, like, the bottom to the top. From he, the
0: bass player of Betrayal yeah. to the Leglock video <laughs> taking over.
3: Yeah,
2: he. We always knew he was going to blow up. He's, like, an incredible rapper.
0: I mean, he's just, and he's got this, like, he's got the riz, you know, mm-hmm. like, the yeah, unteachable yeah, yeah, yeah. charisma. He's got it just oh, as, yeah. like, a character.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah, so that was really cool. He definitely had a lot to do with, like... Hale being able to play drums for Suicide Boys, like he, you know, just got to know all those people really well and introduced us. It was just so cool that I got to experience like side stage for a little peep. Yeah, like there's so many memories. I'm just like, wow, such such good times.
0: And mm-hmm. all how and how long was all the Mercy stuff done just by yourself in Garage Band?
2: Oh yeah, sorry, I backtrack. I, so no, this is how
0: this is <laughs> this is podcasting. Yeah, that's how it goes. What we do.
2: Thank you for keeping me on track. I so then I started uploading stuff, like I said. Um but then I realized that there was all these producers that you could just hit up and they'll be like, Here's a beat.
0: Which which to us is like insane. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cause here's a beat means here's an entire fucking song ready to go, just sing on it. Yeah. Just imagine just like, doing, imagine that in hardcore and metal.
1: I remember, so, uh, yeah. I remember a rumor that, oh, fuck, what was the, what's the band? They were like a huge Warped Tour kind of mosh band. The, they had the song that started with them singing. That a day to remember, like had people submit breakdowns and they picked like from a catalog.
2: And used it in a song?
1: And used it in like for that whole record. Like it was like a, a, a collaborative kind of crowdsourced thing.
0: Oh. Damn. That's a and that's an amazing way to say lazy as hell. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. But still, but I mean it's is it not how different is it from the SoundCloud producer? It's, not, it's the same model? thing.
0: I mean yeah. it's just different worlds. It's just yeah. like that like the go producing versus ghostwriting mm-hmm. is is so different. And in hip hop it's literally like, Yeah, my producer, that means like yeah, the person that wrote everything yeah, you're hearing.
2: Exactly.
0: It's crazy. Wow.
2: It's awesome. And um, yeah, so I met a bunch of producers and we'd work together. The first beat I ever did was with this producer named Cat Soup <laughs> and Curtis Heron and their sesh. Oh, cool. Um, And back then I was like, wow, this is so cool. I have a song with them. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And now actually I just put out a new song with one of them. So that was cool. I'd like full circle.
0: And those are like kind of crushing
3: the oh. solo songs
2: i mean yeah they so, okay so then i eventually was like i want to make my own beats i yeah. guess yeah. So anthony my current boyfriend kind of upped he upped my swag not kind of he very much so upped the swag yes and he taught me how to use ableton
3: Ooh.
1: yes yes
2: and is um, it hard it it actually was is once you get it
0: you get it it's
1: once like, you get wow. it Dude, I yeah. love Ableton. Once you get it, it's locked.
0: Is yeah. it do you think it is better and more conducive of like a beat, like a pop structure than something like Logic? Yeah. He, here's nod here's to the, the audio listener.
1: Cuz here's the thing in my opinion, Colin. I don't know how you write your songs, but like
0: riffs first.
1: So so in Ableton you would put those riffs in the one view and then drag them over into the other view and you can like kind of piece it out. Mm-hmm. It. it, it I'll, I'll, need a, I'll
0: need a live demonstration.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's awesome. great.
2: I love Ableton. What I typically do is I'll make the song in Ableton, and I'll do the vocals in Logic. Hmm. I prefer recording in Logic vocally.
0: That makes sense. I mean, look at these Christmas trees over here. They're yes, gorgeous. Exactly. <laughs> that's cool. So now, just, now you're doing it. That's pro. Like that's that's yeah. not really different than what Kanye's doing. I'm sure. <laughs> Maybe, maybe a better microphone, but other than that, Yeah, definitely a better microphone.
2: I have a shitty little one that... I used to have a good one, but...
0: Well, whatever you're doing on that shitty little <laughs> microphone has, is getting triple the streams as any Twitching Tongue song, I'll tell
1: you that much. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, nice. so Mercy is Mercy's still a, a project that you're still like... Is it you're kind of always working on it?
2: Yeah, I'm always working on it. Um, Sick. I'll just bring my laptop. Like, I'll, even on the tour we did with you guys, I brought my laptop and I wrote a couple things on Ableton like in the van. Yeah. Um I'm just kind of I have so many projects on there that are just like this long. Like it'll just yeah. be like a loop of something cool that I like that I did.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: and then like <laughs> I'll just come up with a bunch of little ideas like that and then I'll maybe Continue to work, whichever one stands out the most, that's the one I'll continue to work on at home in the future. Or, like,
0: yeah, I've been trying to do this thing lately. Um, I saw a clip of Rick Rubin, I think it's from his book or something. Yeah, talking about like starting projects and how Mm -hmm. even if it sucks, you have to finish it.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I've been really trying to do that lately.
1: I'm not good at that.
0: It's my New Year's resolution. It's, I didn't write it, I haven't written a song in a year and a half. The only songs I've written have all been on TV, but...
1: You got 361 days to go. (laughs) That's my favorite
2: part about being in a band, is you don't have to rely on just you to write the whole song.
1: Yeah. (laughs) For the most part. I gotta get used to that. Yeah. (laughs) I gotta get used to that. Colin's been in many bands, and guess what?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That ain't the motherfucking case. Yeah. But that's uh, that's, uh, probably that's like part of the ego that I've got to shake, you know, it's just being receptive of stuff. Just, I mean, a lot of uh, it's, it's me and Taylor so much of the time, but like when he's busy, I'd got to just like, it's just like, okay, I guess I'm, I guess I'll just do it. It's tough. yeah,
1: but, but it's also, it also speaks to the relationship that you guys have in Fleshwater and, and Big like time. how you guys write. And because and like, nick obviously played in vain a bunch mm-hmm. so i got we got like an insight into like how they practice how they write how they like how they operate i would imagine it's pretty similar in the fleshwater camp so Four it's hour like
0: practices and whatnot i was just,
2: just talking to colin about this like this morning uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah we they practice constantly. i'm a person that's like I like to go and practice the set a few times. Let's play the
0: set and get get home for lunch. Yeah, yeah. no, they're yeah. not like that.
2: We show up at five o'clock. That's when our practice space is open for use. And sometimes we won't get out of there till like eleven or midnight.
0: But that's the thing. That's why you are where you are. Is those motherfuckers clock
3: in?
2: They love. They love it. That's like, like I called Jeremy the other day random hour of the night just to ask him a question. He's like, I'm like, where are you? Where are you? He's like, I'm at the practice space just by himself. Just riffing. like riffing. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even, they don't even need to be like, they just do that. I li- at one point I lived with all of them in a yeah. house. Um, one, one bathroom. <laughs> Let me put that out there. Nope. I deserve an award. <laughs> yeah. I, they That's all they do.
0: Wow. Yeah. that's That it was like, it was like failure was not an option for them. Mm-mm. This is they never had a choice
2: Mm-mm. to the point where like a night off to them is us still working on music. But like it's a joke song. Like, we're oh, all yeah, all making yeah, funny yeah, joke song.
1: And it's funny, too, because like Nick is very similar. Like Nick is just and, and Casey, they're always doing something. They're always doing something musical. If, if mm-hmm. Nick isn't like cooking a fucking five star meal, he's, you know, whatever. He's he's working on something musical. And I think that's why he fit in so well with them. So it's just like, it's an interesting, like it's, it's very different um, from what I'm used to mostly or, because like, or, it,
0: or just we instinctively, this is what, not what we do.
1: Yeah. It's just not when I have the set down, I got it down. I don't need, yeah. I'm good. You know, hundred
0: percent. Yeah. Even making a joke song is like flexing and, and, growing a musical muscle that you can apply to something else. So that's, it may seem funny Mm -hmm. when Nick is changing the harm's way songs to be major scale for fun, but like now he can rip a major scale song at any time in any other band and probably be successful for the rest of his life.
1: Mm -hmm. His biggest thing is playing sweet child of mine, but then leaving his foot on the D tune pedal and just like going like this. So it's like, just constant. And it, it makes me feel insane.
0: That's but yeah, I'm amazing. glad he's getting that
1: workout in. Yeah,
0: he's getting it. He's got to get, he's got to grow that. Yeah, sanity muscle. I love when Nick's rest. in
2: town staying with the guys practicing for Vane because he actually gives me a lot of advice too. Like Nick, what was it? We, our first, one of our first Fleshwater tours was with Vane, Koyo, yeah. Living Weapon, Fleshwater. <laughs> and Nick was on the tour. And every night he was like a hype man for me to help me with my like tone and my pedals and like, yeah, yeah. Just, I wasn't used to performing yet, like with a guitar.
0: And he's one of the only people on that tour with one job on that tour. So yes, I bet he loved helping.
2: Oh yeah. No, he was, <laughs> it was great having him around. He helped me a lot. That's,
1: that's You've, what's interesting about him is like, he's got a crazy brain when it comes to music and he's able to come up with stuff that, that are, it's honestly very impressive, both heavy and not, but mm-hmm. then he can also like totally figure out a pedal board, totally figure out like a tone, like he's a gearhead too. Mm-hmm. He's a unicorn, that guy. I tell you what.
2: Yeah. He re, he totally mixed around my pedal board for me to make it like all work.
0: It's, it's funny to think about order mattering, but God, does it matter?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's like plumbing. It was yes. funny. We'd
2: even be at band practice and he'd come up to my guitar mid, practice and just turn my uh <laughs> what's the word um pick up switch oh yeah just go
0: oh i <laughs> i'd be playing with that motherfucker off by accident <laughs> on the reg it's so
3: where annoying Taylor be like me.
0: why do you sound like shit i'm like i don't know I'm playing perfect <laughs> 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 Yeah. so tell me about let's backtrack a little bit and yep. tell me about meeting those guys and and yeah meeting fleshwater meeting anthony your partner yes and how that how that came to be
2: um
3: you don't have to do the whole no i will i will
2: i actually met them okay so i went with like a friend to sound and fury 2017 and i wasn't really in the mood per se to go that day i was kind of like I think I was heavy in my SoundCloud era,
3: <laughs> and
0: I was like, like I, I could be making beats. I right could be now. making
2: beats, yeah, yeah. Okay. But um, I I was like, okay. If we go, you have to promise that we'll go to the Cecil Hotel down the street. I said this to my friend.
0: Are the, you familiar with the Hotel Cecil, Bo? Tell me. It is uh a, the site of a tragic event in L.A. Where oh
1: that that girl.
0: Yes, the tourist from Canada. Yes, I believe so. Tourist from Canada goes at the Lamb. hotel. Lisa Lamb. Mm-hmm. There's a video of her, like, acting frantic. And then she was dead.
1: The hand yeah. shit? Yeah. Well, she was Doing, in the like, water tank. to
0: something.
2: They found her yeah. in the water tower. Water tank? Above. Water
1: tank,
3: yeah.
2: The reason they ended up finding her is because the people staying at the hotel were complaining of the water tasting weird and, like... Tasting and smelling bad. Different. It's
0: literally the plot of 10 different Japanese horror movies. Well, Ugh.
2: yeah, literally, um... Dark water.
1: Dark water. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is so. Is that why you wanted to go?
2: Yeah, I was like, please take me to Cecil Hotel.
1: You sick freak.
0: <laughs> but it's like such a famous, yeah, thing, and it's in the worst
3: area. Yeah, it is. Really? So I'm
2: not going to just roll up by myself and go. No. There. Okay. So my friend was like, Yeah, of course. If that, if you want to go, I'll take you there. So, yeah. If you want to
0: go, I got some other freaks that will go with you.
2: <laughs> yeah. So we go to the show and. Um, <laughs> My friend, his name's Xavier. I don't know why I just keep saying my friend. Xavier goes... Xavier
0: from Bamakar, uh, Hands of God, Zabalba.
2: Upon Stone. Upon
0: Stone. Eyes of the Lord, SOS Booking. Oh Yeah, wow.
2: I didn't realize he... (laughs) That's awesome. Yep. Yeah, good for him. Xavier, still a really good friend of mine. He goes, hey, you said you want to go to Cecil Hotel, right? My friends in this band also really want to go. And I was like, oh my God, awesome. So he introduces me to Vane, and... I just immediately start talking their ears off about my theories because I was like, they know, mm. they know all about it. And there was one person who was paying like extra close attention Anthony.
1: Oh, my current boyfriend. That's right. You dog. I'll tell you what his We're fingers vibing. are going everywhere, but his eyes, <laughs> yes. straight ahead, straight the straight intensity ahead. of his he eyes. He has
0: intense eyes. Oh my God. Yeah. He's got them.
2: <laughs> I know. <laughs> So they were listening to me. There was so much fun immediately to hang out with. And then that was it. We went to Cecil Hotel. I think it was closed. So we ended up turning around. But we mm-hmm. looked at the tank from outside. We're like, well, that's that. That was it. That's it.
0: She wow. died. She was dead in there. She,
2: yeah. Um. And
0: that, and so that was the meet cute.
2: That was the meet cute. Then okay. we parted ways. And I was like, damn, I want to hang out with them more. But I don't know where they are. It's, we're at a fest. Mm. And then I watched them play. Oh. And I was like holy shit.
0: They're like pretty lit actually. I had
2: never heard of them before. Wow. Yeah. And I was just like like I think Xavier was like you have to watch Vane like they're really good. Mm. And I watched them and I literally felt like I had to sit down after cuz I was like <laughs> I was so overwhelmed with like how much I actually I don't know I felt it like through my whole body. Wow. But wow. when
0: when in this did it become romantic?
2: Okay. So All right. then later that night, we drove far to Highland Park. It's not that far, but no.
0: What is that? Wait, where was 17? Was that the Belasco?
2: No, the Regent. Right? The
0: Regent. Oh my God. Yeah. That's 20 minutes.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, we drove like 20 minutes, yeah. meeting and Xavier and like a couple of our friends. Mm-hmm. And Vane's at the taco place that we rolled up to. Sena? Sena. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit. That's the same guys. And Anthony and I started talking and he asked for my number.
1: Ooh, that hound. That Sweet. old dog. <laughs> dog.
2: Yeah. So <laughs> that was that. And then we started talking. and Beautiful. And then we made a song together the first month we started talking.
0: Is it a banger?
2: It's called Parallel. It's put out through Mercy. Okay. But i really it's like one of my favorite songs we've ever made together. Is oh. it in,
0: in terms of like so some of those songs have straight up like millions of streams. That really?
2: No, that one's a low key. Like it's not even on Spotify. Well,
0: oh, OK, it's just on SoundCloud. SoundCloud secret banger for it, the for the old heads.
2: I recently <laughs> uploaded it to YouTube.
0: But you can check it out on YouTube. Check it out on YouTube. It's <laughs> a banger. She loves yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> no. I love that.
2: But he was it was awesome because he knew all about like the SoundCloud world sesh. GBC, like we were into a lot of the same things, so it was cool. To did meet he? Someone.
0: Did he? Was he familiar with the Mercy stuff?
2: No, but he so knew. He's kind of a poser. <laughs> I was no <laughs> one at the time. I also what didn't go by Mercy at the time. I oh. went by Marissa zero zero zero.
0: Wow, that's kind of hard. Yeah, <laughs> a- AI robot vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know?
2: And then I came up with Mercy when I was dating Anthony.
0: Mercy's badass.
1: Mercy's Mercy. sick, and the way you spell it is cool too. Yeah. Like Has
0: anybody ever called you that by accident or something? Mm-mm. You were just like, "This is me now." It's kind of like the edge from you too. Yeah, <laughs> that's basically you.
2: I just tried to come up with something that kind of sounded like my name.
0: No, it's sick as fuck. Yeah, thank you. Love like mercy. It. Check out mercy. Pardon this interruption. This is very important. Uh, it's manscaped time. Well, tell them about manscaped.
1: I love manscaped. I use the manscaped product every damn day. Every hour, really? <laughs> all the time. I use, I use body wash every day. I use the trimmer fairly often, and I use the crop reviver all the time.
0: The reviver and the preserver are so important to me. And let me tell you, we just got back from FYA where some of y'all really could have used Manscaped. Code Hardlord, 20% off free shipping. If you had just done that, that room would have smelled a little better. Everybody around True. you would have been a little happier <laughs> and, you know, more excited, I would say. So Mm -hmm. go to manscaped.com, put hardlore 20% off, get the works, the body wash, the preserver, the
1: reviver, everything. The trimmers, the handyman, the weed whacker. Your
0: balls will thank you. Your draws will thank you. I will personally thank you. Mm -hmm. Now, also, as we said in the beginning of this episode, hardlore records is here. The Cosmic Joke debut 12-inch is here. It's out now. For you, the hardlore listener. Everybody else has got to wait till tomorrow. But if you go to hardlorepod.com, you can get all kinds of cool stuff on there hoodies, shirts, hats. We got a tote bag that is specifically designed to hold uh, Master Killer. Mm. We've got a glow in the dark slip mat. We've got a spinning shuriken enamel pin to kill mm. your enemies with and to put on your cool jacket. <laughs> so get the Cosmic Joke record. It's our first one, first press. You sell that thing out. Then we'll do a second press. But before then, (laughs) you'll own the first one. So thank you so much. So how far along until Fleshwater starts?
2: Well, they had the Fleshwater demos for like a very, very long time. Oh. Since before me and Anthony even started talking, I'd say. Damn. They had them recorded. Uh, Like Linda Clare, this if anything. The actual demo we put out. They had all those three songs recorded.
1: But something was missing. Linda Clare was a demo song?
2: the demo song and who is linda claire it's
0: linda blair it's Exorcist?
2: An, it's actually a name that is something that means a lot to me from like my childhood but i mixed the name around Linda
0: Blair. <laughs> i know her. i'll <laughs> we'll say that yeah she used to go to club 13 all the time she moshed hard as fuck
2: yeah it was i knew it Well, maybe one day i'll say like the true meaning but
0: yeah. Is it mm-hmm. Rachel Benshaw?
2: <laughs> I just mixed around the letters. Rachel yeah. Benshaw came up. Yeah, with and Linda then it's
0: there. I am Lord Baltimore. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So they've got all those songs done and then...
2: And then they were looking for vocalists. They had like a bunch of their friends try or like they yeah. tried and they just like wasn't sticking.
1: Was Anthony always going to sing?
2: Um. Yeah, he wanted to sing when they were... He was thinking about being like just doing the vocals himself. But then one day I got really bored. I think it was like 2019 and I was at home and I was like, you guys,
3: like, whoa, can I just
2: try? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> That's what I sounded like.
0: And they were like, holy shit.
2: <laughs> I, I, like, I called an Anthony. Angel. I'm like, can I record vocals on this? Which was the Linda declared instrumental. Mm-hmm. I was like, can I record vocals on this? And he was like, yeah, go for it. They're just sitting there. So I wrote Linda Clare. That was just like, "Do you like this? Don't I was like, I won't be offended if you don't like this. Like, I just wrote this because I miss singing on like a heavier band, and I want to like hear what I sound like on it again. And I was really insecure about it, but then he was him and Matt texted me back, and they're like, "No, it's you're gonna do it now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is the this is the whole band now.
2: Yeah, and I was like, damn. And I remember I I worked at Air One at the time. (laughs) Woo. In In Calabasas
0: So you still lived here
2: I lived yeah I lived wow. in Tarzana
0: So if you If you go to the Calabasas To You could have had your Fucking $20 Hot bar yeah. Meal Assembled Yes By Marissa from Yes Flush I worked Florida. at the
2: hot bar But I remember I went to work that day Erewhon was like Guys I'm in a band And I just told everyone
0: <laughs> <laughs> on the loudspeaker, yeah. hello everyone. <laughs> <laughs> loudspeaker. Price check on Marissa's band. She's in a new band.
1: So then, how quickly did stuff? Because, like, from a uh, from a semi outside point of view, mm-hmm. I would say that it, it seems like Fleshwater was like like an alligator under the water, and then all of a sudden, just rah, like really quickly, stuff started happening. You know.
2: Well, mm-hmm. Anthony ended up flying out to LA. 'Cause I had a nice microphone at the time that I was saying earlier, but I don't have anymore. And I was like, We gotta use my microphone.
0: <laughs> what yeah. was the microphone?
2: It was like an AKG four
0: one four. Is that sound right? Yeah. Four fourteen. Yeah. Something. yeah. Something Taylor, like that. was listening to this nodding his head,
1: going <laughs> I love I love Anthony like, I guess I gotta go to LA now. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: I was like, no, we're not we have to use my microphone. So he flew out to use my microphone. Um, well, I also want to just do it with him. I just, no. To, that was a good yeah. excuse. Yeah, of course. Yeah.
0: You're going to have to come here. Trust yeah. me. <laughs> trust me. This mic was 500 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> How much are flights? 600 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: No. So we recorded vocals together really quickly. Not when I say really quickly, I should just it was like a few days we worked on the vocals. That's I mean, that's pretty quick. It was only three songs though. Yeah. That's quick. Yeah.
0: Yeah. it's great. I think that's really quickly in terms of <laughs> how music is made. Music. Now. Yeah.
2: Um, no. And then we got really bored one night when he was in town and we we're like, let's just put the demo online on Bandcamp."
0: That's and, how you did
2: it. And he was just like, we were just like, really should we do it? And then we just uploaded You're just it.
0: feeling pesky
1: one night. Yeah. And
0: just, and just drop this demo that changed your lives. Yeah.
1: That's uh. nice. <laughs> It's like Post Malone, <laughs> like overnight. <laughs> oh, I
2: know. I remember I watched some interview with Post Malone. And he was like, the second I recorded White Iverson, I knew that it was going to be huge.
1: Damn. Yeah. Like, he put it on. I, I think he put it on SoundCloud and like overnight, it was millions of plays. Really? Changed his life. Yeah. How does that work? Right place, right time.
2: I'm a Post and Malone plus, stan.
1: Yeah, I kind of am too. That song mm-hmm. was fucking sick. So He seems like yeah. a cool guy. He does. Yeah. He really, really like does.
2: his voice.
1: Um, so he got,
0: he's got some Fleshwater shirts, I'm sure.
2: Oh my gosh, that would be
1: awesome. For sure. but he's
0: listen. listened. For sure. I would bet my fucking <laughs> legs on it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Those are nice legs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so what really interests me is like, do you think, similar to Post Malone, <laughs> do you think Fleshwater was right place, right time? Like, do you think dropping that demo on Bandcamp was just, like, really good timing?
2: Well, we put it out, like, right, like, maybe two weeks before the pandemic hit.
0: Perfect. So maybe wrong place, right, time. Yeah. Or right right place, wrong time? It might have just given
2: people time to, like, bond with it. Mm. Because no one was playing shows for a while.
1: Right. Yeah, what was the first Fleshwater show, by the way?
2: I don't remember. It was with, oh, harms. No, sorry. I was like trying to remember the date, not the actual no. show. The show itself <laughs> was Harm's Ways. Record release were. It was it the re.
1: No. I think it was the re-release. Re-release. Oh, isolation. that just happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it? Damn. When was it? Was that? W- what year? A year two thousand twenty-two. Wow,
2: and that was like right when that crazy COVID outbreak was. What was it called?
1: Delta.
0: Hmm. Omarion? Don't
1: worry. I really don't well, remember. i don't remember I'm remember I'm probably it getting it, the year because the 10 year 10 year would have been 21, which we, I don't, did we do it at the end of 21?
0: I think you did it, and it was very last minute and neither of my bands could play. Yes, yes. So that makes sense. I was yeah.
2: so nervous for that show.
0: I remember. But hey, you're rocking now.
2: I remember the sound guy was like mean to me too.
1: That's Who a was thing. he? I'll find him. I no, remember I just, you being I remember what? you being nervous I remember you guys doing the Bjork cover and as mm-hmm. a big Bjork guy, like I loved that. One thing mm-hmm. that's crazy, Marissa, what is the what is the song that you guys opened with on, on the tour we just did?
2: Oh, it's like an unreleased one, but it's called Standalone.
1: And the first word is it goodbye? Yeah. Dude, the note you have to hit first. as your first note. Yeah. Like essentially like because you know how it is like you check whatever you line check you get on stage everything's fucking different of course different so for you to have to go goodbye it's like <laughs> crazy and you nailed it so it's like Thank it's you. one of those things where I think you get you get in your own head about it because you perform
2: what a lot of people don't understand is it's like when you're doing that kind of singing like the belting singing Colin can understand because he's belt singing yes um, and Bo you, you belt sing too um on like certain parts of the set I... nothing to
3: yeah, yeah not
2: <laughs> but what people don't understand is shit's loud up there
3: yeah yeah
2: and if you don't have the right monitor mix you might watch back your set and you're like fuck I just sang that whole thing out of key and didn't realize it
0: you'd have no idea you're flying blind
2: yeah cuz i mean i bought in-ears last year they broke so quick, but they're also so cheap that, like, even with them on, uh, I still, it's well, We're going to get you out. in touch
0: with my boy, Jerry Harvey. There we
1: go. There we go. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> I, I Though, will you say. You can tell when I can hear the monitors.
0: Oh, yeah. Are you vibing? Is it ever, are the monitors ever too loud?
2: Yeah. Sometimes.
1: You're like, fuck.
2: Yeah. The yes, show yeah. we played in
0: Utah,
1: Salt Lake.
2: I think. I think yeah. the monitor was so loud for me. I was like,
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm exposed. Um, yeah. I, it, it's just, have you, are you, have you commit? Cause I know on that tour, you were kind of going back and forth between using, she didn't use her in-ears for weeks
0: on this tour. <laughs> do you ever just do like nice earplugs?
2: I just use the foam ones. I have so really. So that cuts
0: about 35, negative 35 decibels.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and frequencies too.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. When you only need to cut about 25, and, and certain frequencies yeah you just need to have though like like when you cover your ear and you can hear your voice mm-hmm. that's kind of all you need mm-hmm. yeah but obviously a monitor mix of like oh here's this is this is reverb and delay in mm-hmm. my head this is amazing it's <laughs> different but even just earplugs i the, the worst thing that you can do that that feels so good is one earplug
1: oh, no. oh dude it feels Can't catch so me doing easy. that Ted Nugent Have I talked about this before? Ted Nugent, his whole career would only wear an earplug. He normally would play stage left. He'd only Mm -hmm. wear a right earplug to block the drum noise and then nothing in his left. Mm -hmm. And he's like super fucked up from it. Obviously, he sucks. It
0: feels so good. One of my
2: biggest fears is tinnitus.
0: Well. Welcome. (laughs) What'd you say? Tonight, you're gonna get this.
2: (laughs) I, uh, I wear the the foam earplugs. The reason I wasn't wearing my in-ears on our tour was because one of the ears didn't work.
0: Perfect. Yeah. So I was
2: like scared. Yeah. Then we get to 1720, the one I was the most nervous about because I'm from L.A. So all my friends and family are going to be there. Yeah. I show up and there's no monitors. (laughs) And I was like, are you telling me my first night I have to use my in-ears is the night that I don't want to use them?
3: Yeah.
2: So I put the in-ears on. I go up there and I'm like. Okay, I think I'm doing okay. I watch back. I think both saw me. <laughs> I after the set was over, everyone left. Like the whole show was over. I go on Instagram. I'm like, all right, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna fucking rock.
0: And these videos, this yeah. is gonna be the best videos I ever watch.
2: <laughs> I'm sitting on the stage, like cross legged, just like this. And all of a sudden, I hear me sing like a whole song out a key, and I'm like, no. <laughs> and then I crawl. I think Bo walked out. I was in on the floor, like no.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'll tell you what. I was there. That never crossed my mind. Mm-mm. At no point was I ever thinking like, they're great, but my God, Marissa needs there. It was. I was sitting there thinking like, I'm watching. I think I'm watching the best set anybody in this band has ever played. Like oh, straight you. up, it was amazing. It was that one was my
1: favorite shows that was, was celebrity Marissa night too. Oh, like when dude, she walked out that you
0: got, you got a road warrior pop. That was yeah. crazy. <laughs> a Pop. What do you mean? Pop is a wrestling term for a reaction.
3: Oh, You walked out and it was like,
0: ah! yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Also walking around the merch area with you before people were like shaking and crying.
2: Oh, my God.
0: That's where we are.
2: It's so funny when people are like that around me. I like accidentally mirror them. So if they're really nervous talking to me, I get really nervous talking to them.
0: That's also kind of your vibe day to day is like <laughs> like un, unsure. You know? Yeah, exactly. Marissa's very like, I'm not sure. <laughs> it's true. So, yeah, I can see it, it was interesting to see. I, I still think that you're you're adjusting to this very well. Thank you. Because you're just such like a nice, good person. Thank you. <laughs> um, that just, you know, if you're at the show and you really want to meet Marissa, she's new to this. Yeah. She's she's doing her best. I am. She really appreciates it. I
2: do.
0: Um, And she's awesome. So, but also <laughs> bum rusher. Go up to her. <laughs> just, get the pics. Ah! Get the pics on the stage.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> That show was funny. I feel like the mic stand was down more than it was up the whole set. And yep. I didn't even sing really that much. So I wasn't that upset that
0: I couldn't hear it myself. Was, the crowd was singing so loud that it didn't even matter. That was really crazy. The vibe was
1: off the charts. The vibe was crazy. Um, was so let guy. me ask you, as stuff is, as you're doing stuff, you're doing shows and tours and, and all this, and you can see the Spotify numbers doing real good. I know merch was doing good, you know like the reactions are good. Do you guys like at one point were you as a collective group? Like, Hey, this, this might be the thing. Might be <laughs> like, the thing.
2: um, honestly, I still have, I, to this day will always have imposter syndrome. Ah. I
0: like, you're not an imposter.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I'm somebody. I think I was talking to, cat from scowl. Mm-hmm. I would like me and her like talk a lot because I don't know. It's just we're both you doing bond the over same a very thing.
0: specific yeah very, right uh, few and far between. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: And she was telling me she felt the same way as me for a very long time. And it wasn't really until like her headliner that she like really was like, "Oh shit, this is real. Like people care." You know.
0: Yeah. yeah, like, yeah oh, yeah. I did this. Yeah, like the, yeah. I
2: this is my show. Yeah. She's like, you're gonna feel it during the headliner, and so that's coming up. So, I guess maybe I'll stop feeling that way around then. But like, I always just—it's like, hard t- for me to accept these things. Sometimes I'm like, what nah, do you nah, mean nah. you're?
1: Nah, you nah. let me tell you. Me. Something. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you a mean week, you? A week into the headliner, you're gonna feel so good. Yeah. Like <laughs> when when you just you, there's all these metrics that start to get hit, you know, a- along with the most important part which is like the vibe of, yeah. of the sets, mm-hmm. the excitement of people coming to see you. It feels so good.
0: It does. It feels and so Honestly, good. it took me until now to be comfortable as a singer, mm-hmm. which that's like 15 years. So it just takes time. So if you're feeling discomfort, it's like that's a thing. Comfort is a thing that will come with time and, and, and practice. You, you're experienced. You are practiced. But just like repeating it and repeating it and repeating it and repeating it. And also obviously you've been playing live with Fleshwater for a year and a half, which is nothing.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: The muscle memory that you are going to develop with these songs is going to be insane. You can sing them in your sleep.
2: Oh, I know. I, we recently played riot fest and we watched the cure obviously. Yeah. And watching the cure live. It's insane. They, they, Effortless. Effortless. They're effortlessly like incredible. Yeah. And I'm, and I was just like, I can't imagine being like that good as a band. Just wait like
0: 50 years. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just, and then somebody
2: was just like, yeah, well they've been a band for like X amount of years. And I'm like,
0: true. And they've been playing that set list for like (laughs) 35 of them.
1: I I saw them earlier in the year. um, But same, like it's the same tour. And they just, like, they had to wait, blah, blah, blah. And they played Riot Fest. And so I didn't watch them at Riot Fest because I had seen that same set list Mm -hmm. a couple months before. Mm -hmm. And I went alone. Somebody couldn't go and gave me a pair of tickets. I couldn't find anyone to go with me. So I just went alone, sat, and was, like, legitimately choked up many times during their set. Because they're so fucking good. And it's... It's like you said; they they mm-hmm. look so effortless to the point where it looks like they're not even playing, mm. but you can tell that they obviously are. But it's like, yeah. I, I don't, I I don't know. It's it's and really just impressive. That's
0: one of those bands too, where during the set, another the next song, you just go, "Oh my god!" Yeah.
1: Every time, and <laughs> Every Robert time. Smith's voice, yeah, somehow so. he sounded. He sounds great. He looks like melting ice cream, but he sounds unbelievable. But it's
0: incredible. But how good is ice cream?
1: Yeah. Ice cream's the best. And I stayed for two encores. (laughs) It was like two and a half hours, dude. I was just like entranced. Yeah, but
0: what were the two encores? Like Friday, I'm in love and.
1: Dude, you want to talk, they, their set list is like fucking, they're, they're scientists. Yeah. They know exactly what to play and where. And uh, it's Mm -hmm. unbelievable.
0: Your so eyes good. start to close and then yeah. fucking... Pictures of you comes out and I lose my
1: mind. I don't
2: understand how people can play for that many hours either.
1: Me
0: neither.
2: Yeah.
1: No. And the other thing too is like, I love Metallica. I've heard mm-hmm. that they can play between two and three hours. I don't want that. I, I hope
0: don't, we want don't want have that
1: to do with that. anything. Yeah. I don't want that with my favorite band. I don't want yeah. them.
2: Wow. I know even the first time I saw The Cure, I hate to say it, but I didn't stay the whole... Set because I was Listen. like, I, can't, I don't know if I could do this. Yeah, 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 I regretted it after. I was like, why the fuck didn't I just stay? But at the same time, it's like two and a half hours of one
0: band. Sometimes I'll go to a show to see the headliner and I'll leave during the opener because it's like, I am got tired just mm-hmm. watching the, a, yeah. the 25 minute first band.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So those that stick through entire shows, especially the people at the front the whole time, which let me tell you, the Fleshwater.
3: people
0: the new kids say what you will about these tiktok kids you know the people that are discovering flesh water through means that we didn't have they go to the shows and they're in the front the whole time
2: they make me nervous
0: they should i mean yeah i sometimes
2: want to go up to them and be like you might get hurt you
0: might be yeah caution yeah Yeah. but they're
2: learning we all have to start somewhere that's what i'm
0: saying they're learning and they stay the whole time and they're like they're exposed to different kinds of bands and it's i think it's a I, it's a entire net positive.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. dude. Oh. In, in the biggest way. Yeah. In the biggest way. I'm positive that we accrued uh, like hundreds of new listeners f- every week yeah. because Just of Fleshwater. the people coming wow. to see Fleshwater who stuck around, you know, and that's the ideal direct support you want on any tour. Exactly. And yeah, they you want to awesome. cross
2: pollinate There were some people that would come up to me like, you know, I'm a Fleshwater fan, but thank you so much for introducing me to, like, these other bands I love. Like, I'm going to remember them forever.
0: And that could be their first exposure to hardcore ever. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And then you change their lives. And
2: there's the people who want to be haters about it. It's like, I mean, you were that guy one time.
0: Straight up. Absolutely. You were that guy. They were a way less cool version of that guy because they were at Warped Tour and Warped Tour era was swagless.
1: Yeah. Khaki
0: shorts, big fucking tank top. Flattest
1: hat, hat mm-hmm. yes. Oh my God, the flattest oh. hat
0: you ever seen. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: So to shut your swagless ass up mm-hmm. and let these kids who are already gothic in some way already—they're already looking at pictures of Susie and being like, "I want to look like that." Yeah, right. What music is out there? Give them a break,
3: mm-hmm.
1: dude. I, I I haven't told this story yet because I've been waiting to to get Wes or Josh, anyone from American Nightmare on the show in some some way mm-hmm. so i won't spoil it but i i just wanted to see them and i went to a hardcore show like my first real hardcore show and it was you know everyone who i would later become good friends with and i just like was terrible i'm sure they talked i'm sure in the van afterwards they're like do you remember that fucking kid god what was his problem kind Dude, of
0: josh does not remember i'm telling you
1: Yeah, that breaks my heart. Maybe maybe Wes would. I haven't hit him with that either. I have a picture of it.
0: If Wes was like, oh my God, you're that fucking nerd? That idiot. Yeah, dude, it sucked. But I hope so. Yeah.
2: I mean, I get it. The first show with the cobalt, I think I made my friends by saying, hey, your tattoo is cool. Like, (laughs) it's not. I don't know.
0: You never know. Go say the tattoo is cool. Yes. Because eventually you might. What was the instrument you played? The master? marimba. Marimba. Yeah, sounds a lot like Marissa.
2: <laughs> Maybe that's why. I Maybe
1: it. that's but why.
2: I am a Leo after all.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I meant. Are you a are you a, a horoscope
0: girly?
2: Not really. I just okay. know that I'm a Leo, and
0: what does that mean in terms of like what do you perceive that as?
2: According to my friends who are really into it,
0: Rachel Benshaw, Rachel
2: Benshaw, <laughs> Gabby Gilman.
0: Oh, Gabby Gilman. <laughs> Beloved friend of the show.
2: Yes. They they told me Leos are like considered lions. So they yeah. like like to perform. Like, they like be yeah, you be lying? Yeah, you be lying.
1: Colin, has anyone ever told you that of the description of male Virgos, you're like to
0: a T? It's kind of crazy. You're a Virgo? It's fucking yeah. insane. My, my barber the other day was like, you're a Virgo, aren't you?
2: <laughs> Rachel's a Virgo.
0: What is what does a female Virgo consist of?
1: Yeah, they're different. Yeah, they're and lovers. They're little lovers.
0: She's a, she's a lover for sure. Yeah, Rachel. She is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm...
1: dude, it it's actually like I've read I've read a couple descriptions and have laughed out loud.
0: <laughs> thinking <laughs> of later. you
1: as like <laughs> looking the,
0: the, at the, like the my desk. Yeah, is like definition of a male Virgo. <laughs> What's
3: your sign, though?
1: I'm a Scorpio. What do you got? To, what do you got to say? You, you know, know what's funny
2: is I actually like my friends had me get that co-star app.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: and I logged in and I noticed that like a lot of my friends are Scorpios. I was like, wow, I must like really like Scorpios.
1: Me and so, me and John, same. John's the Taylor same. Young. Taylor Young. Sick well, the, but fuck. you know what sucks? Well, here's what sucks, though. The realization is. Nine months before the middle of November is the middle of February, and there is a lover's holiday in the middle of February, Mm. and that's all that is.
0: You know what's nine (laughs) months before mine? What's that? Motherfucking Christmas, baby.
2: Ooh. Ooh. You know what's nine months before mine?
0: (laughs) I have no idea.
2: To a T? My birthday's July 31st. October
0: 31st. Wow. Wow. Spooky. Fuck. What were they wearing? I don't know. <laughs> That's disgusting.
1: <laughs> let's backtrack. Uh, speaking of yes. Marissa, you believe in ghosts? Uh, oh, well, are we getting there already? I like when we bop around. I think I, it's fun.
0: Because I there's something I want to talk to her about that happened recently, that I want her to share with you that she shared with me already.
1: Oh okay. well, let's I go. I was
0: thinking maybe we save that for the end because I want to talk about. We can go there.
1: No, no, no. I'll, I'll save it. Save it. All right. And you, the listener, now you have to wait. <laughs> yeah, you really do. Trust me. It's no it, way. I, was
0: sitting, I was sitting in my living room with, like, goosebumps listening to this. Oh, oh God, shit. I forgot okay. what I even told you. I'll, I'll, I'll remind you. <laughs> um, tell me about, A, the the dynamic with writing with with Fleshwater and recording with Kurt Ballou.
2: Oh, cool. Writing with Fleshwater, I will say I'm, like, new, pretty new to guitar. Like I not one to like write the guitar yet. I'm not at that point yet. Anthony and Jeremy and John like They're the experts guys,
0: at this at this point.
2: They do the writing instrumentally. Um I'm more so on the vocal end of things. Maybe I'll add like Maybe I'll have an idea. I don't know. Actually, that's that's a lie. I haven't done that yet. But maybe on this <laughs> record. Could. Yeah. Maybe on the next record I could write a Riff. write a riff or, or a like lead. or maybe something on a keyboard or maybe something See, Yeah, what is You never know. The possibilities are endless.
1: <sighs> Incredible. Colin, so, um, did you grow up in a in a place with like a piano? Like a, a, yeah. a, a real piano just out and about?
2: A half it wasn't like a full grand. Like, a, it was upright? like a half.
1: Grand. Mm. Okay, dude they're the best. Having yeah. something that yes. can produce melodic tones. It's crazy. Like, it's the best. Yeah. My
2: dad also had a Hammond B3 in the garage. It was really cool to have around with like Leslie's. Yeah. What is a Hammond B3? It's like an organ. A, a, it's like you a got old, an organ. Yeah, in my, like a, in my parents' garage. It's I sick. would
0: be a legal vampire if I grew up with an organ. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be sucking blood My dad knows and how, and how to night. play
2: the uh, God, no, why am I blanking on the name? Um, Marimba. No, no.
0: He knows how to play the whole
2: That's thing.
1: That's awesome. Um, Dracula's theme song. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Back to back to recording with Kurt Balou. Yeah. Yes,
2: Kurt Balou. Um it was awesome. I uh was there for the whole process of it. Mm-hmm. By the time we got to vocals, we ran out of time.
0: Perfect. Yeah. Yep. So So that was done in a living room somewhere. So we what?
2: did it in Jeremy's closet.
0: Perfect.
3: Um <laughs>
2: but Kurt like told us how to set it up and like, you know, everything we had to do because he mixed it as well. He mixed it as well. Yeah. Kurt's awesome. He's hilarious.
0: He really is. And he's, he's really close
2: by to us. Like we live about 20, 30 minutes away from Salem. So, um,
0: that's the best case scenario.
2: Yeah. We still stay at his apartment connected to it because it's <laughs> yeah. like, why not just walk downstairs? Yeah. I mean the summer
0: camp experience of that, even I would do if I was yeah, there.
2: Yeah. Exactly. But, um, he knows what he's doing, and it's
0: fun. How like how much input do you think he had versus you guys, and just like the way the music sounds? Like the.
2: I mean, he definitely at one point had like three thousand pedals on the floor in front of Anthony. Like he just was like, "I have this, I have this, I have this." You and would Anthony? This. It was
0: Anthony, just like, "Oh, okay," or is he like, "No, I want this, this, and no."
2: This. He like Anthony was very like Anthony wrote everything like Kurt didn't like have any like writing ideas mm-hmm. per se like like a producer role or anything but sonically yeah. just the way it sounds sonically he was like you should try this like this might sound cool also Anthony being a little converged nerd he was yes. like oh my god can I use that guitar
4: right yeah, from yeah
2: that yeah. one video from 1993 <laughs> he knows like eye, so. Yeah. Dirt. also uh Matt and Anthony being like massive converge nerds mm-hmm. and Jeremy um, a lot of the time, the reason we ran out of vocal time is because they were asking him a bajillion questions.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Just chatting yeah. through and I'd be your there time. Maybe like, does Justin know that?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, this next time, I'm like, you guys can text now. You can ask yeah, your yeah, questions. Yeah, they've already talked about it. Yeah. So yeah, now we're, it's time to work. It's time fellas. to work. And we booked more time this time.
0: Good. Yeah. Beautiful. Good. <laughs> can't wait for the next one. We don't have to talk about that though.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I just kind of dropped that
0: There's no next one yet. It's yeah, just don't an worry idea so yeah, far. Yeah, yeah, Does your this is a crazy question. Does your relationship contribute at all to just the way the songs are written or the or the melodies or the structures of the song or anything?
2: Yeah, I mean me and Anthony have to like kind of turn off boyfriend girlfriend mode when we're like writing together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because we will bicker yeah it, like obviously like, even no, if no i
0: love this riff yeah uh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like even if it was like let's say you and i were in a band together yeah i'm not dating you i would probably still bicker with you about vocal yeah. placements it's a and, business like, melodies. It's, yeah it's, yeah, it's exactly. a creative
0: thing I mean, you should just dis- it's okay to disagree but of we course.
2: both like will come up with parts in the song vocally mm-hmm. that we both really like are attached to
1: mm-hmm. oh shit
2: and that's where problems are. Like, our the last record we did, the first song, Bald Pate Driver, uh-huh. that one was so stressful for so many months because we both had, like, full songs written that we wrote on our own, vocally. And we were, like, fighting about, oh. like, I want my part there. And he was like, no, I want my part there. And then... Was it a
0: band vote in some way? Well,
2: no, so then we ended up just... Them both
1: Whoa! In. Cool, <laughs> yeah, cool.
2: And that's why there's so much layering of us in there because we're like, let's just use all the ideas, wow.
1: dude. The, the ultimate non-compromise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, we're just, doing both at the same time.
2: We're just, <laughs> <laughs> so but that was good. Awesome. It was fun. <laughs> I was like, thank you for that. Um, <laughs> but then afterwards, like when we bicker about that kind of stuff, we go, we go like, all right, band mode off. Let's hug it out. You're my boyfriend.
0: That's sweet. That's nice. I still love you. Yeah, I still
2: love you. Even though you're wrong. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And then piggybacking off of that question: what is it like touring with your significant other? I can't. Zuma is very positive
0: about touring with Santa and cruelty. He says that like it's better that we're together than one of us is at home worried or alone. Do you feel that way?
2: I really like it. Really? I mean. You know, we'll get on this last tour. We just got one room every night. I get to share a bed with him, and John and Hosian got to cuddle. And
3: <laughs> Jeremy's Jeremy always
2: chooses to sleep on the floor. I got floor. Yeah, he prefers it.
0: He calls floor. Yeah, yeah. I got floor. <laughs> Dibs. Dibs! Nobody touched my floor. Exactly. <laughs> he's sick in the head. Yeah,
1: guy. dude. I I, I I will go bankrupt before i sleep on a hotel floor.
0: (laughs) i I do it's like that's the nicest thing that somebody in a band can do especially sharing one hotel room dude what a gift Mm
1: -hmm. that's a gift
2: it's nice um yeah and i don't know when there's problems like i mean when you're on tour especially a lot like there's gonna be real life situations happening
0: you're going to hate Yep. each other individually at some point well, in yeah,
2: some way some t- yeah exactly but also like even outside of that like if there's a health issue it's like I'm happy that he's there or
0: oh.
2: like I get migraines a lot like severe ocular ones you which really do you which get.
0: I suffer from and you were very helpful with when I had one mm-hmm.
1: mm.
2: and I don't know did I get any crazy ones on this tour that I freaked out in front of everyone
1: I don't <laughs> think so no I don't believe so.
2: I get mini ones a lot, though, where they're not the full blown ones. Mm. I was having one earlier when I got here.
1: Really? Yeah.
2: Um, Lana
0: talked you off it.
2: Yep, she did. (laughs) 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 But um, it's nice to have him around. Like on one tour recently, I got a really bad one, and I had to have him like do a lot for me. Like I was like, "Can you go get me this and that?" Like I was like full blind.
0: Wow. So it's you're one of the only people I know that uh, experiences those the same way that I do. So Uh I can't see anything.
2: I can't believe you had to play a set like that.
0: That was one. That was maybe the hardest other than like singing without a voice, which I've done
2: (laughs) for those unaware of what an ocular migraine is. You go blind. Yep. Like you lose your vision. Oh, and then you hallucinate like,
1: yeah. Lights, right? shapes, shapes and, shape. and colors, colors and like
0: frequencies around you. I can see, let's say I was like looking straight at the, the lens of mm-hmm. the camera. Yeah. I could see an object. Yes. And then I can see scattered things around the object. The rest is just like light and particles. So hitting symbols was like, I don't know where this is.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I would like, have simply ran off the stage, but good for you. <laughs>
0: yeah. I had to be harder.
2: Yeah, no, you do. You did have to be hard. <laughs> I will not be, but.
0: <laughs> you would, you would.
2: No, maybe I would. I don't know. It's never happened. It happened before us at one time, but not during.
0: We'll we'll, we'll we'll do, we'll run like a panic mode drill, you know? Exactly. ocular migraine drill.
2: Yes. <laughs> but yes, moral of the story is it's good to have him it's around. It's good. Yeah.
1: That's awesome.
0: Love to hear that. hmm Favorite shows and cities you've played so far? Oh. Hmm.
2: Shows cities, the 1721, 1720 show yes. was yeah. like one that I'll remember forever.
0: That was that was a lifetime achievement. It felt like.
2: It was also just growing up there and like seeing shows like that. I mean, growing up, I was a big like title fight fan, you know, and I was like watching their shows and they had like those kind of reactions. Yeah. And I was always like
0: that was literally just like to, to to anybody that hasn't seen a video of it or anything like that. That's how I felt watching it was like I felt like I was watching title fight in 2011 or something or like straight up like hate breed in like 96. It was yeah. like, oh, I'm watching the birth of a phenomenon.
2: Uh, I feel like I I don't know. It was it was awesome. But like not to compare myself to title fight because they're like godly. But <laughs> but um, I saw they, what I saw. <laughs> That show was crazy for me. Like a huge moment. I was like, wow, this is happening. Yeah. That yeah, was yeah, a big yeah. one. Um, So that show was cool. Texas is always like really cool.
0: It's a music state. Love San Antonio, Texas. you play there?
2: I think so, right? How
0: was San Antonio?
1: We didn't play San Antonio okay. on our tour. No. <sighs> Sorry. You, when we, you do, you're going to love it.
2: I think I did on maybe the No Pressure Tour. Oh,
1: okay, good. Yeah.
2: It, all the Texas shows are usually like
1: crazy. Good. We did Austin at Mohawk. Mm. The like mm. semi outdoor one.
3: That yep. one and
1: was it ended awesome. up being, it was fucking
3: awesome. Mm-hmm.
1: Beautiful.
2: That was a really good one. Yeah, honestly, like those ones.
0: Gorgeous. How was Sound and Fury for you?
2: Oh, that was also like a huge moment for yeah. me. Because I've been going to Sound and Fury since I was a little eight, 17 year old. Since 19. before
0: you were Marissa 000. Yeah. Since <laughs> before you were in grave school.
2: When it was at Santa Barbara. Oh.
1: Oh. It's cool too because you met all those guys going begrudgingly to a Sound and Fury thing. You yeah. know, like that's cool.
2: No, oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Huge part of your that journey. was something that I was like, wow, this is kind of a full circle moment because I met you guys at Sound and Fury, and now yeah. we're all together playing Sound and Fury.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I was like, wow, this is really cool.
1: Beautiful. How was uh, how was playing Riot Fest? I know you were kind of sick.
2: Yes, I saw you there, and I told yes. you yes. I had. Eustachian tube blockage. Excuse me? My right ear. What'd you call me? (laughs) (laughs)
1: I'll have you know I'm offended.
2: It's when your ear, like, can't, like, drain. So all the fluids get trapped in your middle ear.
1: Ew. I get that that about every other month.
2: (laughs) It's so painful. Really? Like, excruciating. It's like fluid is pushing on your ear.
0: Are you a Q-tip, girly? They feel so good. Yeah. Trust me, yeah. You got to get into them. They're awesome.
2: All my ENTs were like, do not do that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What I, do they know?
2: I go in and get them professionally cleaned.
0: Damn. Uh-huh. Yeah. That happens when I, okay. That's the beauty of in-ear monitors. Mm-hmm. You put those fuckers in, they're coming out with something. Oh yeah. <laughs> the phone. And then you just scrape it off.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. That, that show was, I was dreading it because, oh, I was so excited for it. I don't want to say dreading it, but like. Yeah. I was in so much pain that I was like, even talking was hurting my ear. It was also sensitive to sound. Mm. So like, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be so scary. But then once I was up there, I was just like, this is so cool.
0: You, (laughs) you and Kale, y'all got ailments. (laughs) You you motherfuckers are always ailing. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Yes. Yeah. You guys love an ailment.
2: <laughs> we do. But Bo told me about this net, this like thing. Neti
1: pot. Oh, neti I'm pot obsessed. Kind of- yeah. I'm obsessed. I don't fly without it. Is I bought it one or- on the, it's the, it's the automatic neti pot thing. So it's, it's like a $20 one that goes, and you know, flushes you out. Um, Can you use tap water? No. So bottled water or distilled water only. Which is fine because you just get a bottle of water. It's no big deal. I love bottles of water. Uh, yeah. And uh, I love that thing so much. I started to get sick on the tour we just did. And in Pittsburgh at uh, Preserving Hardcore, or pre- is that what it's called? Preserving, Preserving Underground. Yeah. Underground, yeah. excuse me.
3: Yeah,
1: I yeah, it is Underground. I fucking Postmated one to the venue because I didn't bring it. Mm-hmm. So now I got three of them.
0: I remember that. <laughs> And then you were still sick for the entire tour, right?
1: I, I've been, dude, I, this is the first day where I was like, Oh, I'm not sick. Really? Today, January you had, you 4th. You that
2: I got sick twice on that tour. Dude. <laughs> twice.
1: We all like, were just passing it back and forth. Mm-hmm. It was brutal.
2: The second time around on that tour that I got it, I had full fever, full body chills, like for four or five, like no, like three or four days. I remember the show we played in Denver. Yeah, I was like, I hope this isn't a big one because mm. I and,
1: and it was like the best show.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was like one of the best shows, but I literally sat in the van like shivering, sweating, like full on fever,
0: <sighs> vaxed, and I'm vaxed. <laughs> yeah. Yes,
2: and I was like ready to like pull yeah. the plug. Wow! And Holy then I walked out there and I'm like,
1: oh, this rocks.
2: Oh my god! Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, that was a really good show. It felt yeah, like
2: a fever
1: I, dream. Dude, I don't I don't know. <laughs> it's almost like I was dreaming with a fever or something. Yeah. It's crazy. We're we're gearing up to go to FYA this weekend. Yeah. A year ago is when I got COVID. And I mm. have been on and off sick since then. You got that long COVID. I got the longest COVID, dude. I'm mm-hmm. just chilling. Do I got COVID
2: a from G1. Yeah,
0: what? Well, <laughs> <laughs> Where's it? You got COVID from what?
2: From my first Fleshwater show with Harm's Way.
1: Really?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Really?
2: I got it bad. That's why I brought up the COVID thing earlier.
1: Yeah, it was uh Omnicron, I believe.
0: Omarion. Yeah.
2: Omarion. Me and Yo, Anthony Marion, both got it on Christmas Day.
0: Woo! Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> you filthy animals.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. I knew <laughs> it was gonna happen though.
0: What is uh what's the what's the dynamic between you and the rest of Fleshwater like? I know John loves Cracker Barrel, so
2: yeah, John loves Cracker Barrel. You, you endure you a lot of him. Cracker nope. Barrel. John is just purely only eats but McDonald's <laughs> and Cracker Barrel. That's true. Um, Jeremy will pretty much be down for anything. Loves chicken. Hmm. Uh. <laughs> um, Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's good. It's a good dynamic. Yeah. Good. Yeah, they do. I will say they like. They, they're one of those bands that's down to just stop at a Dunkin' for food. Yep. And that's like the lunch. And that's I'm like, it. no. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Then what do they get at Dunkin'?
2: Like the egg and cheese sandwich. Oh,
0: oh, fucking dude. repulsive. Like the sausage. Dude, no package. way.
1: That shit rocks. <laughs> no, I love, I love that. Stuff.
0: I think I've finally come to the conclusion that I just don't really give a shit about like a breakfast sandwich. Really? Other than like a fried chicken bre- breakfast sandwich.
1: Yeah. Then you sure. got
0: me. I'm on my way.
1: I don't like. Eggs. I love egg and cheese like on eggs? a bagel. You know who else <gasps> doesn't like eggs?
0: Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. No. That's right. I'm gonna hit him up, and he's pretty successful. Tell him. so. I wouldn't worry egg, about it. Egg and
1: cheese on a bagel. I'm set. I'm I love out. it.
0: Cream cheese that's, on a bagel. Oh, I'm back in.
1: Now, Colin, does that mean you don't give a fuck about McDonald's breakfast?
0: I don't really care for McDonald's breakfast.
1: Oh, that's right. I knew that about you.
0: Huh. I'm not really into it. How about the Chick Fil A breakfast? Yeah, just fried chicken. <laughs>
1: I haven't, I haven't been awake early enough in like I know. years Trust me. I know. to have that, but I would. Here is the thing:
0: I don't think anything beats just well. A, you know, I'm a steak and eggs man, I do. so if I can get that somewhere, I'm getting that. But also biscuits and gravy.
3: Mm. That sounds good.
0: Nothing is as good as that.
2: I just recently started eating like meat again. Well, Colin yes. actually took me to In and Out, and I ate my first real cheeseburger in like 10 years we
0: had a beautiful lunch at in and out (laughs) where we just you know she she needed she needed companionship while she took the plunge
1: what'd you think
2: it was so good he had had me eat it with the mustard grill oh yeah
1: mustard fried pickles on there did you get the chopped chilies on there i got the pickles the chilies
2: um she's
1: not there yet okay Chili's. you like chili yes i
2: do i do Welcome. yes yes,
1: yes.
0: Welcome.
2: <laughs> grilled onions
0: chopped chili marissa that's what they call her
2: yes they do call me that
0: <laughs> good uh one flushwater's music videos yes oh. very unique um i can, i see a lot of the band's personality in them who is making those anthony no shit and i didn't even know that really what can't you do no idea he just made those.
2: He films them, directs them, edits them.
0: What a fucking gangster. Yep. Yeah, so he's they cost him. zero dollars to make.
2: Well, we had to pay the city to let us <laughs> use the, like. they only charge us $100, to use the uh, carousel for two hours.
1: $100. We had to pay Anthony thousands, but yeah, the videos are.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then.
1: Lowell,
0: was that in Lowell?
2: That was in Salisbury, Massachusetts on the beach.
0: Home of the steak.
2: But I'm sad because they they had that there for years, that carousel. And then we filmed the music video. They got rid of it. Wow. So it's not even there anymore. Yeah,
0: but it's immortalized in your art forever. It's true. So I'm glad you did that. Yeah,
2: me too. Me Damn. too. But the Razor music video, we found this really cool antique shop in Lowell. Mm. And we filmed, we paid them like probably whatever they wanted to let us use the space for a couple hours. Mm -hmm. film some like scenes in there, but then we just kind of took like B roll of like a bunch of cool things, like around Massachusetts, Massachusetts is so fucking, fucking beautiful. It's beautiful. So yeah,
0: bizarre to look at. So there's always something interesting. Mm -hmm. I know they're big, like silent Hill resident evil guys. Mm -hmm. Yep. So it's funny that that's just, that's all like silent Hill is the biggest influence I see in Fleshwater music. Videos. <laughs>
2: yeah. Anthony's also really into like specific directors like David Lynch, Wong Kar Wai. Mm-hmm. Wong Kar Wai was a big one he was into when we were filming Kiss the Ladder. Um,
0: He's a student of the game, this guy. Yeah,
2: <laughs> he loves it. He, it's fun to watch him do these things.
0: I mean, I, like working with people that creative is, it's inspiring. Oh, yeah. Makes you yeah, better. Makes everybody it. around him better.
1: Mm-hmm. Tell yes. me about it. Very <laughs> inspiring.
0: So you've told me before that like Anthony gets kind of stir crazy if he's not writing a song like every single day.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you feel are you trying to feel, be, be that way as well? Or are you kind of <laughs> do you have a plan for, like a roadmap for writing music this year?
2: I'm not one of those people who are just writing constantly. Mm-hmm. It'll just kind of come to me or I'll be like doodling with my guitar and I'll just like, Oh, that sounds cool. I'm going to go try and do that with a different instrument on Ableton or something. Mm. And, um, yeah. And I'll kind of just, it'll just come to me randomly, but I don't really like, st- I don't strive or anything to be one of those people that's like writing every single day. Mm. And he's not striving for that either. He's just it genuinely. Just yeah. He's he just, just,
0: he's watching a movie and he's got a riff. Yeah. So <laughs> it comes from.
2: He's constantly doing that. It's it's cool. It's really inspiring. But I definitely will never be doing that as much as him.
0: All right. So, so don't. <laughs> so leave her alone. Yes. All right. Well, now I think it's time to get into ghost world. Hey, Marissa. Ghost world. Yes. Do you believe in ghosts?
2: Yes, I do.
1: Do you?
0: Marissa has had maybe more uh, consistent, active paranormal experiences than anyone I know.
2: Damn. Take the title.
0: You know, well, that's cool. what you've told me about, like, even like your childhood and your home
3: mm-hmm.
0: is wild. And then the real recent thing. Can, let's start with that. Yeah, please.
2: Oh yeah. Let's
0: start with that. Um. So uh, our, our good friend, Kale passed recently, drummer of twitching tongues, uh, Marissa's ex boyfriend.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: What, what did you do shortly after receiving that news?
2: well, I know a lot of people probably won't believe in this kind of thing, but I do. Mediums. Um, I really wanted to see one. I've been wanting to see one for a very long time.
0: This mm-hmm. um, this your first time?
2: Yeah, this was my first time. I've like read my own tarot and stuff in the past, but I've never gone to like an actual medium.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so I went to one. Well, <laughs> I've lost a lot of people that were close to me growing up. Um, family, friends. So when this kale thing happened, it was like, okay, I've been wanting to do this, but now I'm actually going to do this. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm just like, you never know. It'll come through. Just
0: looking for any kind of solace in, yeah. a, in a, with this, yet another tragedy in your life, you know, mm-hmm. for sure.
2: And I went into it like still kind of skeptical. I was like, I don't know what this is going to be like. Right. You know, um, but it was really cool. And, Kale definitely came through.
0: And, <laughs> and
1: can you, yeah, can you elaborate? I'm hearing
0: this and I'm like, what do you mean Kale definitely came right. through? Right. And like, but like we know Kale really well. Obviously there's no way that you, this medium would have had all the information or knowledge of Kale's, uh, just his behavior Humor. that we have. Yeah. Can you, can you tell Bo what you experienced?
2: Yeah. I'm trying to think of like, the How'd. funniest, like, how to even, like, where do I start? Yeah. But obviously, like, other people were coming through, too. My grandma, my brother Robert. um, My, God, who else came through? My uncle. But Kale kept coming right back in, which was very Kale style. Like, it would. uh,
0: He kept interrupting. Yes.
2: <laughs> like, the media would be, like, telling me something that my grandma's telling me. And then she'd be, he'd be like, hold on. There's something that this person's trying to say next, which was hilarious
0: because very Kale style.
2: Mm -hmm. I'm going to pull my phone out for this. Okay. Uh,
0: Oh, you wrote it down, didn't you?
2: So the medium starts laughing out of nowhere and goes, did this person make a lot of funny voices? Mm. Like mimicking people? Like just making these like Kermit voices or like... (laughs) And I was like, yes, he did. And he's like, he keeps doing them like this whole time and it's really fucking funny. Well, he didn't say fucking, but... (laughs) You know, Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he goes, did this person experience like a big amount of hearing loss?
0: Wow.
3: <laughs> I was yeah.
2: like, yes, from what I've been told. Huh? Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. He sure did.
2: <laughs> and I was like, yes. And he's like, well, he keeps making jokes to me to tell you to like keep wearing earplugs so you don't end up like him.
1: <laughs>
2: I'm like, holy shit. This is crazy. That's insane. Wow. Yeah. Um This was crazy, but he the medium was like, Did you guys share something like artistic together recently in real life? Like in person? And I said, Yeah, we did actually. We I didn't say what we did because mm-hmm. I wanted to like yeah. leave yes. it up to see him. If it was really, yeah. yeah. And he goes, Well, he's telling me that you guys did something artistically together recently and he got to see what you did in real life and um he was very proud of you and he wanted me to tell you that. And he, that was like a really great day for him. And he's which also was
0: right after our Gilman show. Yeah. The Gilman which show was one of the last shows that he played with us.
2: Yes. twitching tongues, mm-hmm. flush water, harm's way and grown bomb <laughs> <laughs> to say Cruel- the whole lineup. Yeah. Cruelty. Yes. Yes. Cruelty. How could I forget? Um, and I was like, Oh my God. And then he said, also he's telling me that, um, he wants you to tell whoever he was artistic with that he's thanking them for like continuing his legacy and that he is watching and he loves all of them. So basically his band members.
0: She's telling me this as I'm editing the tribute thing. Yeah. Like I'm in the middle of editing the tribute video and she's at my house telling me this.
2: Yeah. It, it like... I see him put together right now, but when this was happening, yeah, I was
1: like, yeah, of course.
2: Yeah. It, yeah, it was pretty crazy. There's a lot more. Um, <laughs> the, the guy goes, did this person like weed? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you could say that. And he's like, he keeps making jokes to me about that. And I'm like, what? there's so many things that like, I'm like, this can't be fake. Yeah. Mm. He also was like, he keeps showing me foxes. That was Kale's favorite animal.
0: Favorite. He had all kinds of fox memorabilia. He had a big fox tattooed on his arm.
2: Yeah. The medium goes, is there a Kathy that rings a bell? That's his mom's name. Hmm. He... Which I did bring this message to Kathy. Oh, wow. Yeah. He told me to tell her that she loves him. That he loves her. And just so many... He was making a lot of jokes. I'll say that too.
0: The interrupting thing killed me. Cause (laughs) you're like talking to your grandma and thinking of Kale being back, being back and be like, Marissa, (laughs) Marissa is so, it's like the most kale thing imaginable.
2: There was even at the end of the whole thing when like the, the dude was like signing off. Like he was like, follow me on Facebook, like, and show me to your friends, like tell your friends about me. Then he goes, hold on. And I'm like, what? And he goes, That one person that was talking earlier has one more thing that he wants me to tell you. And I was like, this is fucking hilarious because that's exactly real life.
3: Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But he made a joke about how much I loved Halloween. He's like, he just wants me to tell you that he doesn't want you to ever stop loving Halloween as much as you do.
1: Oh. I was like,
0: yeah. So that wrecked me, obviously. Yeah, Yeah. obviously. Of course. It was very special. Yeah. And, and even if that motherfucker was throwing blind shots at a dartboard, God, he killed it. And he gave, <laughs> it just gave us a little bit of relief. I yeah. Know.
2: Right. Right. It was huge. Also, I, like I said, I got to like hear things from my brother, which to me was big. Yeah.
1: Huge. Of course. Yeah. My
2: grandma, I wear this necklace for her. It's like three sevens because she was really into gambling.
1: Fuck. Fuck yeah. yeah.
2: So am I. <laughs> so was he. So are you But Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, and I wear it for her and the medium was like, my, uh, short little lady with short gray hair is telling me that, um, she really appreciates the necklace that you wear for her and that it's like looking
0: at these three necklaces on here or two, two and a half necklaces on here. I wouldn't be like, one of those is definitely for grandma. Yeah.
1: And, and 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 also with like angel numbers being a thing. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I would assume I would profile Marissa and be like, Oh, she's like in the numbers in yeah. like a, a spiritual way. Mm-hmm. Right. Not, not a gambling like, Oh, way.
0: that's for her grandma. Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. I would
0: assume you just like gambling.
2: Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Hmm. So huge. I definitely believe in spiritual things.
0: Tell me, tell me a little bit about your ha- growing up in a haunted house. Oh my <laughs> gosh.
2: Yes. That is real. Um, my parents' house is definitely haunted mm. huge um I've had friends come over and refuse to walk in
0: just the vibe
2: because of like the energy like some weird sixth sense thing what yeah like literally I've had this happen twice
0: Really? Rachel Ben yeah
2: Rachel can confirm <laughs> Rachel was with me one morning we were eating breakfast in my kit my parents' kitchen
3: mm-hmm.
2: dining room table. And we're just, you know, we're, like, comfortable in our friendship we're just both on our phones, doing not talking. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. And, and yeah. all of a sudden, let me grab this for reference. This biscotti lid that from, like, a biscotti's we were eating starts, yeah. like, slowly moving across the whole table, like, towards Rachel, and not stopping. Like, it's not, like, a wind blowing or anything. And we both just look up at each other, like,
0: what the fuck? So it's like the, the, the chair in the kitchen poltergeist? Yeah. Scene. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah.
2: And my mom says that, like, shit flies out of the cupboards.
0: Place is dark-sided, dude. Yeah.
1: Dude, we need to do I, a haunt lore there. We need to stay over at Marissa's parents.
0: Yeah, haunt lore s- spends the night at Marissa's parents.
1: I on. do have...
2: I have one really scary story that I can tell.
1: Please. Hit me. If we have time. We've got time. <laughs> okay,
2: we- good, good, good. Okay. Um, it was like a, this is a two part. So Rachel is involved too. Of course. Um I was house sitting down the street at this person's house and it was really scary because it was like massive backyard, all windows house, no blinds. Mm-hmm. I, I was that. supposed to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I was like fuck this. <laughs> I'm out. Um I was supposed to sleep there. I was too afraid, so I was like Rachel, come with me to my parents house and we'll just come back really early in the morning to feed the dog. Like mm-hmm. It was already like two in the morning, so I wasn't going to be gone very long. Um, We go back home. We're in my room. We're like, oh, we're safe. We're good. in my closet, we hear it's out of key. So I'm going to sing it out of key on purpose. We hear like really out of key for Elise. Oh. (laughs) And we were like. Do you hear that? And she was like, "Is that your phone?" And I'm like, "No, that's coming from my closet." So I go into the closet.
0: <laughs>
2: this first old- mistake. <laughs> so, anyways, I go in there.
0: Yeah,
2: no. alone. And I- <laughs> hello, <laughs> <laughs> hello.
0: White people be like, <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah."
2: And there's um, a music box from my childhood, like nope. open, and in the back of my closet, just playing, out of key. No. Terrifying. That won't do. So I was like, me and Rachel were like, fuck this, fuck this, fuck this. (laughs) I tried closing it and it wouldn't turn off and it like was still playing. So I was like, okay, it's just busted. and probably is old and it probably just started playing on its own. You know, like logically that's probably what happened.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: I close it. I, I have to like borderline break it to get it to stop (laughs) and it finally stops. And I'm like, all right, whatever, this is fine. Uh, We go to bed. I want to say a month later. Four weeks later, I go to work at Frankie's.
0: Frankie's Italian Kitchen, Rosita and Ventura. Get the drunken chicken or the drunken pasta. We both used to work there. Thank us later.
2: Yeah. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I had just gotten home from Frankie's. My parents are both at work. My brother's at work. It's playing again. Oh, my God. But it's not in my closet. It's on my bed. What? It's on my bed. Open playing for release? Question. Yes.
0: Don't you piss me off, you motherfucker. Do we no, have? Any,
1: I like the,
2: the logical questions. Do we have any
1: um, house cleaners?
2: No, we don't have any. Of uh, any kind? No. Nope.
1: Does would somebody who was cleaning, tidying, mm-hmm. putting something in the room overhear it?
2: No. I also left this part out. I fucking hid that shit underneath a bunch of shit when I put it away. Okay. Because I was like, fuck this thing.
1: Did you look in the closet after you found it on your bed?
2: No. So, this is the rest of the story. Uh-huh. I go into my room. Like, it's like a fucking movie. I'm like...
1: Yeah. What
3: the fuck? Yeah.
2: I see it on my bed playing. As I lock eyes with it, I hear what sounds like... Uh, the only thing I could describe it as is my mom's bathroom was on the other side of my bedroom wall. It sounded like someone took a blow dryer and slammed it against the wall. Like... <sighs> like so loud that I was convinced someone was in the house. Right. I was like, someone's in the house. So I ran outside screaming. I call my dad like screaming. I didn't even set the alarm. I didn't even lock the house. I right. ran outside screaming. I call my dad. I'm like, dad, someone's in the house. Someone's in the fucking house.
0: Like you're positive. someone's positive. One
2: hundred percent. Someone's in the house right now. He's like, I can't leave work. Like <laughs> and he's like, go back in check. No. What the <laughs> fuck, dad? No. And so I like drove to Rachel's house. I was like, fuck that. I was Rachel like, Benshaw. Yeah, Rachel Benshaw. Yes, Rachel Benshaw. I was she's crying. single, by the way. Yes, she's single. <laughs> she's single. At Rachel.Benshaw.
1: Okay, all At, right, all right, wall. all right.
2: <laughs> um, so I go to her house. I'm like crying because I like actually thought my ho- house was invaded. No. My mm. brother comes home. Goes through the house. No one was in there. The alarm was on when I got home. I turned off the alarm when right. I walked in, so nobody could have been in there. But I had my dad. I slept at Rachel's that night because I was like, I'm not going home.
3: Hmm. Um, I had Rachel my dad, ben Shaw?
2: Rachel Benshaw. Yes. Okay. I ended up telling my dad to throw the thing in the trash.
0: Okay. Yeah. Did that work? Yes. You were ooh, rid ooh. of the spirit once and for all when he threw it away. Well, no. The cursed object. Still
2: a spirit in the house. Oh no. But the cursed object is now gone.
1: Who got you that That's cursed fucked. object? Do you remember where no where it came from? Huh.
2: But Rachel, Wh- which Rachel Benshaw. is that? Rachel Benshaw. <laughs> Thank you. Was around for all of this, so she can confirm.
1: Okay.
0: Wow.
2: Yes. Rachel, if you're listening. Yes. Um, I also have a picture of me and my brother with a ghost in the background.
1: Now, when you say a ghost, what do you mean?
0: Why don't you look at the picture right now and you tell me?
1: I can't wait to see it. That was crazy! Wow, that was nuts! I'm terrified. I believe. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so I'll explain it in the picture, because if they're looking at it yeah. in yeah. this moment, you will see me and my little brother. This is a house that's not our current house. Mm. This, which makes me convinced that something's you. following. You me. are the problem. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, is Lowell? Have you had any things happen in Lowell?
2: Yes, in my new apartment, similar to what happens in my parents' Your house. You're
0: cursed fuck. You're haunted. You're yeah, possessed. yeah. And guess I where she's, she's sitting, sitting right now, it's brother.
2: You. Some, really the, the same thing that happened to me at my parents house similar happened at my new apartment so I'm like okay it's me but anyways this picture me and my brother mm-hmm. look on the staircase it's a man in a fucking cloak with well, like a top hat walking oh, up the
0: stairs
1: a gentleman. the hat man and now Colin's office is gonna get be beef-
0: fucked nope. I'm warded up <laughs> I got a candle yeah
1: he does,
2: <laughs> <laughs> he
3: does.
0: that's how that works Mm-hmm. So that's any that's irrefutable proof. Ghosts surreal. real. You heard it here on our show for the 18th time that ghosts surreal. real. Now mm-hmm. there's no denying, really.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, also, I think part of the reason I'm cursed is because growing up when I was seven, my grandma gave me her Ouija board.
1: Oh, it all starts with them her damn Ouija boards.
0: Ouija board. Amateur move. Yeah.
2: And she just told me it was a fun thing that moved on its own. I didn't know it
0: was like cursed. She said that.
2: Yeah. So I would be sitting in my room. With, like, all the lights off, playing with this thing, like, every night.
0: And it moved on its own? And
2: it moved on its own. Yeah, I would, like... What? And I'd do it with my friends. I'd have, like, my friends come over every day. I'm like, look at this thing. It, like, moves. So when
0: did you you find out? That's the most important part of the story. (laughs) Yeah.
1: That's step one.
2: And I wouldn't know. I didn't learn until recently you're supposed to tell it goodbye. Yeah.
1: Or
0: else they stay.
2: Didn't know that.
1: Now, when did you realize it's not supposed to, like...
2: It's not supposed to be like a thing until the movies came out, and I was like, "Wait, this is like
1: <laughs> you're not supposed." That whole is a fun
0: toy that just moves. That's and my the-
2: grandma, when she, before she passed away, she lived in a like old people's home. Uh huh. She would always insist that I brought it, and she wouldn't want to do it. It's so embarrassing. She wouldn't want to do it in her bedroom. She wanted to do it in the common space. So, and I would be like, "Grandma, can we go to your room?" She's like, "No, this is where I want to do it." <laughs> And so we'd be sitting she in this common space, dude. and we'd be using the Ouija board like every week.
1: This is hereditary. <laughs> yeah, this, she's the grandma from? She's hereditary. from
2: Massachusetts.
1: Was she? Is this the um, the grandma who you wore the necklace for?
2: Yes. Oh.
0: Hmm. She was setting you up. Yeah. One day you're gonna.
2: I know. I love her. You're gonna be
0: <laughs> crawling on the ceiling, but, coming to get me. I know. Can't Sorry. wait! Yeah, it's Sounds definitely awesome.
2: why this happened. But anyways,
0: well, that's irrefutable. Ouija boards, don't play with them. Don't play and with if them. If you're gonna play with them, come on the show and tell me all about it remotely. Yeah. <laughs> okay, don't come to my house.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I brought it by the way. Can... No, you didn't.
0: Don't, don't, don't start, don't start with that. me. I picked Chilly? you up. Chilly. I know what you got. Yeah, chili. Don't run. <laughs> um, here's a question for you. Yes, we might have asked you this before. Who do you do? Ah. I do.
2: You have asked me this before and I've thought about it in depth in the past, like ever since I answered it. So I'm going to answer it better this time. Yeah.
0: Okay. I believe in you.
2: It's hard though. So give me a second. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: And to the, if you're here for the first time because you're a big fan of Marissa, who do you do? We're talking about who she does when Fleshwater plays live or mercy plays live. Yeah. Who are the artists that she is inspired by that has taken, she has taken some kind of physical inspiration from in her performance. Yeah. Or just the aesthetic. It could be
1: attitude. be
0: Attitude.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's so hard to say. I've watched like countless videos of Sonic youth and oh. I've also, you know, grew up with Paramore <sighs> and I love, think I said this last time I love Evanescence Amy Lee when I was a kid legend yeah so like those three combined the amounts of videos I've watched of them growing up
0: there's gonna be some of their stuff in what you're doing yeah one way or another
2: exactly those are great answers yeah those are good yeah uh, also Bjork Ah. actually the list goes on I just I'm just constantly watching live videos of all these people and just
0: getting inspired
2: getting inspired I can't say that I do that all of them justice.
1: No, none <laughs> of us stage do. performance. Yeah, none of us do.
2: But I love them
0: all. Beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful. Uh, it, being inspired is the best. Yeah, inspiration makes the best art. When you stop being inspired, is when art starts to suck.
3: Yeah, wow.
2: I could uh, say now for people watching, I one of my ailments. <laughs>
0: She's always ailing.
2: (laughs) Because I have middle ear issues, I live with constant vertigo.
0: Oh, this is big.
2: This is big. Yeah.
0: The the vertigo community, Marissa gets texts from people in bands. I do. Hey, I
1: heard.
2: I can name you a list of so many bands that I've been reached out to about just being like, hey, I heard through the grapevine you deal with vertigo. Can you help me through it? Really? Wow. I I don't think people realize how much this affects being on stage.
1: Oh, wow. I had vertigo for a few weeks in the beginning of 2022 mm. and we weren't playing shows. So I didn't experience that,
2: yeah. but it is a terrible what do. I have it to the point where like it's chronic. So if I just move my head the wrong way, I'll get like a vertigo attack. I can't headbang cause I'll get a vertigo attack. Damn, I can't even look down for too long. I can't spin. So like I'm very limited on stage. Like I can't, I have to really rely on the other guys to be doing stuff because wow. I have to stand
0: pretty still.
1: Yeah, but um, your your body's going to thank you in 10 years, yeah. I'll tell you what.
0: Well, now, I mean, if anybody has gives you shit now. Yeah, right. right.
1: You know, ah, fuck.
2: That's why I thought it was worth mentioning because I definitely deal with that a lot. And I, I will watch other bands where I'll see them just being free and doing whatever they want. And I will get emotional because I'll be like, wow, oh. what's it like? Wow. Is it like
1: couldn't be me <laughs> yeah vertigo sad way. to to me like what i was going through because i think it's one of those it's kind of like your migraine things where it can be different it's it's basically a sense of like your brain isn't agreeing with what is happening around you like it's mm-hmm. you're kind of perceiving two different things and you get mm-hmm. dizzy and confused and you can like overheat and you can like all these what what happens to your body
2: you your eyes, what's technically happening is your eyes lose connection with like your brain Mm. in a sense of like rapid eye movement. So your eyes will be going left, 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 left. And it's kind of like, they don't know how to stay in one place
0: and you can't stop it
2: and you can't stop it. And it kind of like autonomous, I don't know what a seizure feels like, but I feel like that's what it feels like. It's happened on stage before where it's triggered and I just have to play it off. Oh, do can really you just do close it. your eyes and no closing your eyes makes it worse. Really? I some like, yeah. i would kind of tumbled to the left a little bit when it happened. Spin
0: around. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Just kinda of, you could do that.
0: This is good for vertigo. Yeah,
2: no, oh my god. That the spinny chairs freak me out.
1: <laughs> oh Okay, my bad. Yeah. Dude, a spinny <laughs> ride. Or a spinny ride at like an amusement park or a carnival or something. You're yeah. done, you're out? Oh, dude. Uh, you won't catch me on one. No way. I know.
0: The three D ones are the ones I can't do. I no. can't do any of them. Like Star Tours.
1: We gotta get, I got a VR
0: headset out there. I got to get you in there. See what happens.
2: <laughs> I will not be leaving you in Lana's place if I...
0: You might just start floating.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, all right, I live on your couch now. I can't, hey, welcome. I can't move.
0: Welcome home. <laughs> um, how do we wrap this up, Bo? Should we ask him about culinary delights?
1: I believe we should because I don't know. I feel like, you know what would be fun? Let's see if we can pick individual members of Fleshwaters where they would want to eat. Okay. Let's see Wait. if we can do that. Because okay. right. I feel like we know them. Yeah. John's McDonald's.
0: Like John's a McDonald's guy. McDonald's. We got Good John. Time. McDonald's cracker, cracker Barrel. That's been established. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jeremy. Anthony. Oh, Jeremy. Okay.
1: Jeremy. Jeremy, I think frustratingly, but in like the best way, I think he would literally eat anywhere.
2: No, he would, but he also is, like, a healthy guy. He, like...
0: He's very slender.
2: Yeah. He's
1: very
0: slender. He
2: loves anything with a green in it. Chipotle? Yeah, he'll eat that, I'm sure. He will go out of his way to eat something healthy.
1: Okay. So, Mm -hmm. Anthony... What an asshole. Yeah. (laughs) What a dick. (laughs) Anthony.
2: Anthony's also, like, he'll eat whatever. He loves... Taco Bell?
1: Taco Bell. Yeah. He
0: loves
1: it
2: all. He loves the... McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Mm. He's pretty easygoing when it comes to food. Okay, which is fun because I get to cook for him and Ooh, he'll actually and he's, eat it.
0: You know what? He promised me a jar of his mother's sauce probably six years ago. I still haven't gotten it. Oh is it God, good?
2: Will it's so good. Side Anthony, Nancy.
0: quit fucking around, give me my <laughs> damn sauce.
2: It is so good.
1: So let's know. let's hit oh, wow. let's hit Marissa with the golden the golden arches. The golden arches question. Yeah.
0: Flush is flying down the freeway, going gig to gig, you're all you're starving. Yes, you see the magical sign with all the things on it. What's making you stop being like, guys? This is it. Pull off, and it could be anything. Anything. It literally, anywhere. it
1: doesn't matter where you are. Nothing matters. It yeah. just needs to be like not a one-off place.
2: Honestly, I think I would just go with In and Out.
1: <laughs> expert
0: answer by yeah. an expert answerer.
1: Your first In and Out burger was. Today? No, no, no. No, no, no,
2: I, I had In N Out burgers growing up, and then no, but for I mean, the past however many years I haven't eaten red meat. Yeah. I would always just get like a grilled cheese with grilled onions, add everything.
3: Uh,
0: and then a couple uh, months ago we were hanging out. Months yeah, ago. She was gotcha. like, I think I want gotcha. meat. And I was like, I'll pick you up.
2: And now I'm into the protein style. I was just telling
1: <sighs> it's so good. It's crazy. We're,
0: we're living we're living good over here. Now yeah. I want it after this. Say no more.
1: Yeah, I'm <laughs> I had it last
0: night. <laughs> I'll have it tonight. Say no more. I gotta eat
2: it as much as I can when I'm out here. Yeah, you
0: get it in.
3: Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. I, I I get it every time I'm there for sure.
0: Well, Marissa, this has been easy, a, bl- a blast. Yeah, just so I easy, had so much fun. I yeah. had the best time. I'm so glad you had fun. Uh, I'm so glad. You know, you're welcome here anytime. You have an open invite. Thank Flush you. water, just on top of the world. Can't just wait you to wait. see. Yeah, just what's you wait. Next.
3: Yeah.
0: Um. Do you have any kind of closing? Remarks or th- a message you'd like to leave the people?
2: Um, tell your friends you love them.
3: Oh, beautiful. Yes. We love you
0: so much, the Hardlore listener, and we appreciate you. Thank mm-hmm. you, Marissa, for being here. Thank you for having uh, me. This was just wonderful. Listen to Fleshwater. Yep. Listen to Cosmic
3: Joke, Hardlore Records. Bye. Bye. I love Cosmic Joke. <laughs> Woo! See you next week. Yes, see ya.